This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons, and of course Michael, sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother. Okay. Welcome back to the... Uh, a special edition, really, of the Pages Dynasty podcast, a playoff edition. We have made it to the playoffs, boys. Congratulations. How are you feeling about that? Just like the rest of the Patriots Nation in 2001, I didn't think we'd make it this far. <laughs> it's just another game. <laughs> Business as usual. Uh, I don't believe you. <laughs> I appreciate. I appreciate the tone. It's only the greatest game of the dynasty. I'm really? saying it. I'm saying it. Uh, coming okay. out hot, immediate. Coming out so, firing. Let's let's start with that then. I want to. I want to. I want your your take on this. Defend your hot take, dude. The scene. I mean, if you love football, you gotta love this game. You know what I'm saying? Just the snow coming down in droves. Yeah, coming down to the last play, controversy. Brady putting his stamp on the league. It's just everything. Like, there's so many players that had like their coming out party today too. Like, Bruski, Seymour, Ty Law. Like, it was just an unbelievable game. It really was. I mean, I I'm not gonna argue with you. I think it's definitely up there. I don't know if it's the best game ever. Yeah. Top five at the very least. I'm with Andy. Yeah. In in memorable games, I think maybe. The best atmosphere. Yeah. The last that's true. game at Foxborough. Like there's so yeah, many yeah. say that. Yeah. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Maybe uh, I would point. I would go so far as to say best non Super Bowl. Okay. You know, okay. I can I can only think of one other game best non-Super Bowl game that probably give this a run for its money, and that was the one against the Ravens. Yeah, I'll see that too. That was a good game. But this is yeah. better than that because, like, to all the things Greg noted, right, Brady's coming out party in the snow, last yeah. game of Foxborough sort of had a ton of character. That's true, yeah. Yeah, just the, the imagery of every time guys would butt heads, the puff of snow would come off the top of their helmets sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And the Raiders right. wearing black or, like, you know, the black trim on it. Made yeah. it even better because the snow versus the black looked so sick. It was pretty any, Anytime money gets tackled, they wake up and walk. Uh, they get up and they got a face full of snow. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much every football. Antoine Smith run ended with him. Yeah. just like a, a complete face mask full of snow. It's the most football football game ever. It's it, up yeah, there. It's definitely up there. I will. Yeah, I'll give you that. All right. I think you've converted me. Congratulations. To the best ever. That was easy. The best ever. <laughs> best ever so far on this podcast, for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> so let's talk about this game. This, like we said, last ever game at Foxborough Stadium. Uh, it was actually supposed to be uh, a few weeks ago at their last home game, but this, uh, the, it was supposed to be demolished by now already. Yep. But it was um, still standing because they had one more game to play in it, and that was this one. So, hell of a way to end. Uh, going up against the Raiders, who finished first in the AFC West, and I remember them being good. I don't remember 
I didn't remember how good they actually were. Um, just in terms of numbers, they uh, Rich Gannon was a Pro Bowler. He had 27 touchdowns and nine interceptions on this season, which was the best like interception percentage in the league. Yeah, he was fourth in the league in touchdown passes, fifth in passing yards. Like he, the wide receivers were Tim Brown, Jerry Rice, who both had over a thousand yards, and both had nine uh, receiving touchdowns. Like this was a fucking stacked offense. I think they were getting old, though, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, I think this was like the end of Jerry Rice's career, obviously. I think it was either this year or the year after was when he went to um, Seattle for his last year. Yeah. They went to the yeah. Super Bowl the next year, though. They did, yeah. Right. Was he on that team? I think, I, think he, I think he was, yeah. That makes sense. All right, because oh. Gruden, would, Gruden would leave Oakland after this year, right, to right. go to Tampa, and then they yeah. would play each other in the Super Bowl next year. Yeah, right. I actually have a really hardcore Raiders fan, so we interviewed him about this. Oh, that's right, we did. Yeah, let's, uh, let's go to that real quick. Oh, boy. All right, uh, we got my friend Navi joining us. Navi is the biggest Oakland Raiders fan that I know. Actually, the only Oakland Raiders fan that I know. Las Vegas. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Jeez. It's off to a bad start. So I've known Navi for, I don't know, close to 10 years or so. Um, God damn. He's always been a Our condolences, Navi. Raiders guy. <laughs> hey, man, your brother's a good guy. Fourth of July. <laughs> See, everybody, everybody keeps saying that, but I don't know if they know the real Steve Brown. Hey, that's, the I'm, of, I'm saying that's not true. Third of July is a, a great tradition, you know. There's that's a true. I throw, I throw a great Fourth of July party, and Navi oh, maybe take too many blue blue shots. Yeah. Oh, so this is our payback, making him relive the Patriots Raiders playoff. Well, he game. said uh, before we started this, he said he actually went back and rewatched his game. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I actually just rewatched it. I just finished up like an hour ago. Yeah, I mean, it, it was an exciting game. Yes. Yeah, I mean the I, ending. I, yeah, I, I think I'm, the uh, it's it's it would be like us going back and watching the 2007 Super Bowl. It's, it's an exciting yeah. game, but it doesn't end the way I want it to. So I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. No, yeah. I mean, it, it felt it felt just dominance by the Raiders until the fourth quarter, and you know, second half actually, Brady was just yeah. on fire, just dinking dunk passes, and you know, the snow definitely came in a factor where everybody's slipping. I mean, even mm-hmm. David Patton. Was slipping, but he was still catching the ball. Yeah, David Patton seemed to catch more balls after he'd fallen down than beforehand. I felt like in this game. <laughs> yeah, I did the exact same. Like you know, like every time he caught a ball, that was like a first down. Like it was like a ten yard pass. He would fall yeah. down, get back, catch it. Yeah, he's like on his. Do you knees. remember watching this game the first time, Navi? Yeah. How old are you? Yeah, hang on. Let's let's uh, let's rewind a little bit. So, uh, are you are you from the Oakland area originally? No, no, I'm born and raised in Northern Virginia. Um, a little backstory how I became a Raider fan is really yeah. uh, just hip-hop. Actually, was like more like the one way that, you know, the Raider brand was always shown. And I was like always yeah. a young kid that loved hip-hop, um, you know, and then just hearing about the Raiders' defense back in the days, how, yeah. like, dirty, how hardcore they were. <laughs> Bo Jackson, you know, was everywhere. You playing, you know, the Bo Jackson Techno Bowl game. But really, how I truly became a Raider fan was watching 
the Michigan-Ohio State game and watching Charles Woodson just take that punt return back for a touchdown. Oh, yeah. Is that the one we did the Heisman pose at the end? Yeah, it was kind of like my first, like, you know, college football game that I actually, like, vividly remember. Mm. I'm like, man, that fucking just badass. And little, you know, next you know, he's drafted by the Raiders. Boom. Got all the color jerseys, you know, for the Charles Woodson. I got the white, got the black, got the silver. You know, it was just... From then on out, it was just patient. So you we have your the, version of Ty Law for Greg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like happened with uh, Ty Law. Yeah, every single yeah. variation of jersey, like Pro Bowl Ty Law jerseys, which apparently they make. You know, Pro Bowl white, Pro, Pro Bowl red. Throwback <laughs> <laughs> yeah. red, which he never actually wore, but he has it. Yeah, it was just like, you know, just like getting older and, like you know, just kind of like looking back at the Raiders. You know, I'm looking at Jack Tatum, Lester Hayes, all of them just whooping people's asses, playing dirty. <laughs> you know, Ted Hendricks, the linebackers can go on and on. You know, the tradition's like no other. Like, the Raiders are just, you know, you can't put a city name in front of them. They're just the Raiders. So how do you feel about that movie? Do you even like, oh, I love the movie. You know, you go from you a 13. It? I love it because you go from a 13.3 sales, income tax or whatever, you know, state tax to a zero. Mm. You know, That's true. All these. All these players are going to look at it like, hey, I get more money now yeah. in my pocket. Yeah. I still think we can move Gillette to New Hampshire for that exact same reason. <laughs> <laughs> Not just because it would be closer for me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, Vegas, that stadium looks like, uh, what was that, Star Wars? Yeah, it looks awesome. <laughs> like the Death Star, yeah. Yeah, Death Star, you know. Yeah. It it is seems like the perfect fit though. The Raiders like like you said, that whole brand of like yeah. the black hole plus yeah. Vegas. It seems like a like that's a way more of a fit than like the Chargers in LA. Mm. The Chargers in LA, they should they should be the nomad team. They shouldn't even have a home game. I know. They should be playing on the okay. road all you know. They don't even have to London. Yeah. But yeah, I mean the Vegas stadium, I mean, who's going to say no to a free $2 billion brand new stadium? Right, exactly. You know. But, um, yeah, from there, nothing but the Raiders. And I've gone through the the black hole, the dark, dark, dark days of being a Raiders fan. So I don't yeah, think There were a few of them in there. This wasn't that time, though. This was, uh, this was a good time yeah. to be a Raiders fan with the John. Yeah, Lewis. this was a good time. This was the – that tuck rule was the – change of the you know the guard of the Raiders mm. so that team right there that played the Patriots and that tuck role that was that and then following season was a very veteran team like you had yeah. barely any young players on that team I mean yeah, I think Charlie Gardner might have been one of the youngest players on the team Charles Woodson might have been one of the youngest players on the team yeah yeah they mentioned it in the broadcast too yeah they did yeah, mention they did. it in you look back at it, you're looking at those, like, you know, Eric Allen's up there. Um, I mean, they did have a first-round pick, Eric Gibson from Florida State. But, I mean, he was, you know, they're they're sprinkling in young guys. But Yeah, but, I mean, the Patriots are, are kind of a similar story, too, because Belichick had literally, they've been talking about it all season, how they had gone in and brought in, like, 18 or 20 veteran free agents, and all of them were, like, 10-plus-year yeah. vets. Just to yeah. to get that that sort of like set in the tone of the like what the team's going to be. I mean, you could have done that back in the day, but now I feel like it's just a young man's game. These guys <laughs> yeah, are just sure. harder, faster, and just better. You know, coming out, you don't have 
240-pound linebackers that are playing three downs. Nope. They well, have the, yeah. Thumpers, those, I should say. Exactly, yeah. Those, those middle linebackers are there just to stop the run sort of thing. Yeah. 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 Brian Coxes of the world. Right, yeah. yeah like, like, even the Teddy Brewskies or something. I, I forgot about Roman Pfeiffer was on, like, on your team. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. You know, looking at uh, who's that Pleasant guy or something else on the defense oh, line. Anthony I remember Pleasant. Playing. Yep. Yeah, I just remember playing. Man, I'm like, holy shit, man! This is like a memory, like a trip back memory lane. I know. Because you, I just, I I had honestly forgot Jerry Rice was even in this game. Oh man, I mean, they had well, two thousand yards. Good. Yeah, they both him and, and Tim Brown both had a thousand yards yeah. each. Weren't they only like thirty yards apart in the whole season too? They're both over like eleven hundred yards. Yeah, and nine touchdowns. And then uh, Charlie. I didn't Gardner. know Jerry Rice was that good. Outside of San Fran, <laughs> dude. He. I mean, let's just forget about his Seattle Seahawks days, but he yeah, was a beast for the Raiders. I mean, he was. you look at it now. It was like Gruden wanted Antonio Brown to be his Jerry Rice, but let's not revisit that last summer debacle. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we can all agree on yeah, that. We feel yeah. <laughs> That's a headache, man. That was the worst hangover I ever had. But um, no, I mean, you had those two receivers. You had Charlie Gardner, who had like, I don't know, 75 catches on the year. Um, James Jett barely sprinkled in there. Then you have John Ritchie, and uh, our tight end was uh, Roland Williams before Doug Jolly and all these other guys came around. But, yeah. I mean, John Ritchie was catching balls out the backfield. and That's a big boy. Yeah. yeah just the size of the, the players in these old games is shocking. Yeah, I mean – a linebacker now is a lineman. Yeah. Yeah, every single one yeah. of these guys looks like they could play fullback. Yeah. With no problem in today's NFL. Definitely, definitely. But, yeah, I mean, that that team right there, man, like PTSD, man, that, that talk rule is just a nightmare. <laughs> I forgot about yeah. it until you sat the other day, and I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what I say every your, time. Uh... Yeah. It's, it's, it, I mean, that team was like a – off and on again team that year because I mean they closed the season out with three losses. They did, yeah. yeah. So the so yeah. actually I wanted to ask you about this because you'll probably know better than we will because the last loss, which gave Patriots the the two seed, was to the New York Jets, and I feel like I remember yeah. something because then they had to play the Jets like six days later Jets. in the in the wild card. Yep. And I feel like I remember a story about how the Raiders played the first game between them, kind of pretty vanilla. Because they didn't want to give anything yeah. away. The Jets had to show what they had to be because they needed to win to get in the playoffs, and, and the Raiders didn't. And yeah, Raiders yeah. Didn't happen that that, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember game? that little thing there, but I mean, it's it's happened quite a few times in the early 2000s where teams would actually do that. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't put it past Gruden, you know, saying, "Hey, let's just, you know, just dog this one out," or you know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't think he would actually say it, but you know, he kept it very vanilla. I mean, they whooped their Jets' ass the next week. They did, yeah. And that, that I actually watched the highlights for that. That was a really good game. The yeah. 38-24 or something and got sealed on an 80-yard touchdown run by was it Charlie Garner. Charlie Garner, local Virginia kid, man. Oh, no kidding. I had forgotten who Charlie Garner was, to be honest. I was like, Oop. He was a beast <laughs> for us. Yeah, I, I mean, you had – Who's your favorite player on that team? My favorite player on that team was Charles Woodson, hands down. Mm. Oh, Duh. Yeah, I mean, sense. if you what want to go all time? away, all time, yeah. Oof. I mean, I really love Jack Tatum's game. I feel kind of an asshole for saying, you know, him 
the guy was insane and like just ruthless. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, uh, was a bit than, of a scumbag like after football, but I mean, yeah, yeah. playing for the Raiders is was he a linebacker at the, in those days? You kind Jack of Hayden was the he was the inbox safety for them, the strong safety. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah uh, I mean, the cheat. You know, the obvious answer would be Charles Wilson, all time Raider, because that personally made me. But um, mm. I would have to go. It's a it's a toss up between Howie Long mm. and. Uh, uh, you can't say Bo Jackson. He wasn't there that long. I'd say him and Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen running all Ooh. over the Redskins. Full highlights that I watched. I mean, living one. here, yeah, I just can't stop bringing it up to all these guys around here. But no, Howie <laughs> Long is my favorite Raider. Uh, one, because he's a local. He lives around here, and I actually met the guy once. Funny story. Okay. Uh, like, I literally opened the door to a friend's girlfriend's house, and him and his younger son um, – we're at the front door and I was like hungover. I was like, wait, who the fuck? And I like had to close it open. I was like, oh, that's not really That's crazy. Yeah. It was, it was surreal. I was like, oh, this is the worst way to meet somebody. But, <laughs> yeah, um, oh, shit. yeah. And then, you know, bringing it back to like the movie Broken Arrow. I don't know if you ever watched that. Um, uh, who was that? Long time ago. Yeah. Remember that movie Broken Arrow? Uh, yeah. Later? I watched it. Yeah. How long was in it? You know? That guy oh, was just a rock. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> That's a throwback right there. No kidding. God yeah. damn. So, there's, there's too many Raiders to say, but like my favorite all-time Raider, if I can't say Charles Wilson, would be Howie Long. All right. Well, I think I was How did you feel about that? Uh, the Gruden trade when it went down? That was the like, Elna Coffin for us. Al Davis trading him for a first-round pick who ended up being Philip Buchanan. From the U, my favorite college team, but <laughs> still, it wasn't worth it. I mean, fast forward to next season, you know, Bill Callahan's our coach, and yep. coming up, we got to play Gruden in the Super Bowl, and this guy knows literally every single play. And uh, from the stories that, you know, we heard is Callahan literally sabotaged the Super Bowl and played right into Gruden's hands, and you can hear, like, in highlights on NFL films, James or John Lynch is literally saying, that's the play. You know, they're literally calling out the plays. It's going here. It's going there. I'm just sitting here like, all right, this is the worst movie you ever could have done. Like, we could have kept Gruden, gone to the Super Bowl, won a fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. Al Davis Did Gruden, himself. like, force his way out? I don't remember, like, how that all came about. No, he didn't force, he didn't force his way out at all. Um, I think it was something to do with ego a little bit. But, I mean, we won't know the true story. Gruden right. obviously came back. And, you know, Mark Davis loves Gruden, and Al Davis always did love Gruden, but, you know, who knows? Yeah, there was Al some Davis dark times was- between the two times he was there. Yeah. yeah. Really, there's it's probably something that happened behind closed doors, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's probably similar to the, the Brady-Belichick thing, too. Like, you, you'll probably never know. You'll never know exactly what actually happened. Al Davis, he's dead, but yeah, we'll definitely never know because Gruden won't ever say. Um, the next person, Amy Trask, won't ever say who was uh, Al Davis' right-hand woman. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that was the end of the Raiders because right then and there, that was like that bad omen. After that Super Bowl defeat, which I sat at my friend's house in his basement, took off my jersey, 
and didn't say a word the rest of the game. Like, we're getting our ass kicked. I'm like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> and then here it comes. I felt the, that for a first half in a Super Bowl before. Yeah, yeah. It, it's painful, <laughs> man. It's shitty. I'd rather, you know, have anything else happen. I don't know what I can describe, but. Yeah, no, I. It's a worse feeling. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Other than I that, feel like we're kind it. of going through that with, with the departure of Brady, too, just with everything the way it, it's happened. Just it doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you guys, you guys are spoiled. You guys. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, Alex Cora being fired, and then your best player gets traded, and then you got Brady leaving. Yeah. The Celt or the Celtics. Uh, yeah, the Celtics and the Bruins. I think were both in first place when both seasons got suspended, so we'll never know what happened you know? to them either. So exactly. tough time so, in Boston sports right now. All, yeah, all in like a month of each other. To the next team. I mean, everyone knows. I go, what? It's not football season yeah. anymore. It's basketball <laughs> season. But Those kids that were born in that will never, like, never say shit about anybody else because oh they've seen so many championships come through that city. It's unreal. Yeah, it's it's bananas. I, I don't understand. I, I'm, I'm a little worried about what's going to happen. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it'll be, you know, trust the process pretty much, right? You never know. Yeah, we trust. I mean, it's it's worked so far. I'm, I've always I've always been interested in what Raiders fans think of their owner. Like, obviously, we love RKK. Uh, like, he's a he's a he's a good guy, but he's a you know he needs to obviously sell some assets and get somebody with fatter pockets. Because him waiting for Vegas and all this Vegas money is going to take time, and yeah. I don't know what the hell he's thinking. He's definitely brought the franchise down. You know, he's trying to do good. But, you know, cash flow is definitely an issue. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, well, that's the rumors, but, you know, on the way the contracts are being made, they're a little funny. You know, they're money up front because there won't be money later. I don't know. But he's a good oh, guy, good intentions, shitty owner. When it comes to, like, you know, pockets-wise, he's probably one of the poorest owners. Mm-hmm. It sucks because people want their money now, not later. You know. Yeah, I think they've got that awesome haircut, though. That definitely makes up for it. <laughs> oh my god, that's a badass haircut. Yeah, I have been, I have been on He's... bring back the ball cut campaign for a long time now, and Greg yeah, knows too. Right. You know, you see him going up to those UFC games and those hockey games, wearing all white, all white suit. Yeah, everything. the tracksuits. <laughs> yeah, he, he has swag, man. He's one, he has he has he has the most swag in all of, out of all the NFL owners. It's almost what like it's Alvin? negative swag, but it's kind of like looped back around. Exactly. <laughs> it's so bad it's good. <laughs> exactly. It's so bad it's good. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I'm just glad we're out of that shithole stadium that smells like shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, this this was us in 2001. Get out of a shithole How many stadium. games have you been at the old Raider Stadium? Uh, I, I didn't go to many. I've only been there twice. Um I've gone all around. My favorite stadium to visit and watch a game was Nashville. So anytime the Raiders play there, I'd always try and get there. Yeah, I mean, Greg went to that one. Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't our favorite. It was fun shit kicked out of us, so I didn't really enjoy <laughs> yeah. it that much. Host. <laughs> I enjoyed it. We, we won recently down there. Um, was on TV. Got a text message from my mom. Put your fucking jersey back on. Drunk ass. <laughs> <laughs> were you shirtless again? Uh, yep, because we were in the end zone. We were, uh, we were right behind the goalpost, second row, 
It was hot as balls that day. We were yeah. wearing black jerseys. Latavius Murray scored. He threw the football, started celebrating. We took off our jersey. I took off my jersey. I was hammered. <laughs> and waving it around, all happy and shit. And next thing I get that text message, put your fucking jersey back on. I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> on TV. <laughs> oh, that's <Mom>. awesome. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah. I definitely, you know, I loved going there to the Raiders stadium, you know, for the games. But, man, it smelled like shit and weed. <laughs> Two yeah, combos. That right right? <laughs> that's what it looks that's like all... it smells like on TV. I, they're smoking yeah. in the stadiums. Oh, know? yeah. The, the, they're, they're, everybody's high as balls there. They just don't give a fuck there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why it works perfectly for Vegas. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No rules, baby. You know, it'll be, it'll be weird to see how Vegas turns out because I feel like the first few years, it'll be like a show for all these away fans to come to. Definitely. They got to spend like eight to a hundred thousand dollars for like a shitty seat. That's crazy. It's going to be insane for the prices in Vegas. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I'll be going there with Greer to see a Bills game, so let's see how much money we fork over for tickets. Oh, tons. But think about the in-game betting you can do from your seat. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's, yeah, you can make that money back. Yeah, that is true. That is very true. I'm not a big guy to go to games and watch them because I love watching all football games. and like gambling, so it's like yeah. – Hopefully, I go to a game yeah. that's like a prime game where it's the only game there. I don't know if that's going to be against the Bills, but just throw that yeah, out there. You never know. I mean, <laughs> hey, man, the Bills. <laughs> uh, their track record has not been good. We'll, we'll, we'll just put it that way. Yeah, yeah we listen to Gary too much, dude. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, so, a uh, right. uh, couple more questions, uh, real quick. Sounds good. Uh, as a Raiders fan, how do you see the Patriots? Like, what do you think of the Patriots? At first, I hated them. And then Fair. I hated Brady a lot. But then, like, social media, Brady coming out, and just the way he, like, just put out these videos, like his TB12 stuff. Just, I don't know. I love Tom Brady, the person. Because, <laughs> like, how, like, cool and, like, you know, like calm nature he is, and then there's Brady the Patriot. I mean, you got to give him respect. I, I, being young, you hate you know teams. Growing oh, yeah. older, I appreciate. But yeah, I still fucking hate them for that stuff. <laughs> so I, I don't know if you'll actually have an answer to this one, but do you have a favorite Patriots Raiders game? No, because we haven't won. That's <laughs> in a long time. <laughs> I guess it's kind of true. The yeah, Jack Tatum game, know. I guess. I don't even know when's the last time we beat you guys. Couldn't tell you. It's. I think it's been yeah. a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. The last time we uh, got close was when Gronk was playing, and I think we barely lost that game. I think it was like a. It was a very close game, if I remember. It was like I don't know, ten, thirteen, or something like that. But that that's why we close. Yeah. yeah. You know, if, I'm trying to think who's even on the Raider team that year. Well, we McLean. have a website for this. Yeah, so. Yeah. Let's see. The last time the Raiders beat the Patriots was 2002, week 11. No, that was the following season, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been, yeah. The revenge game, I suppose. Yeah, you can call 20 it that. To 7, 20 to 27. 
27-20, yeah. And then that, that was kind of it. <laughs> and then before that was 19... Well, actually, that's not true. Before yeah, that, the last time Oakland was 81 when they were still in Oakland, but I'm sure the LA Raiders beat them at some point, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they did. They definitely did. I remember seeing the LA. Yeah, that was... The Raiders... Yeah, I, we haven't beat you guys in forever. I can't tell you what my favorite Raider game is. <laughs> I don't remember the 2002 game, to be honest. It's a blur to me. I got to, like, go back. What do yeah, you, uh, I've that. always wondered what people thought of them drafting Jamarcus Russell. Like, when you drafted him, were you hyped? Fuck no. Uh, really? no, no, you just knew right away. I believed in Lane Kiffin. If he got Calvin Johnson, he would have found a way to do something else. Oh, yeah. You know, it's – and then it's yeah, like – dra- Yeah, I mean, I would have loved to have him. I, who, was that the Aaron Ro- – no, Aaron Rodgers' year was when we drafted Robert Gallery. Oh. The Undertaker, the guy from Iowa over, you know, Aaron Rodgers. We could have used a quarterback. Oops. <laughs> you know, imagine Aaron Rodgers and Calvin Johnson on the same team. And the Raiders. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would yeah, have been so. borderline unstoppable. <laughs> Pretty much. And then you got Jerry Porter over there, you know, who's our young buck receiver. That would have been a nice little uh, few years there. That would have been all right, wouldn't it? Yeah. Instead you had... Yeah, that's Cole typical Pepper Raiders living in the woods. What if, uh, you know, they called out a fumble? <laughs> what if we drafted Calvin <laughs> Johnson? Steve Brown, I'm pretty sure that's every single uh, franchise fans <laughs> other than the Patriots, if we're being honest. That's true. Yeah. I would Maybe say you that. guys should do what we did and just draft your franchise quarterback with the 199th pick. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know when the next time I'm going to draft a quarterback. That, I mean, I think our quarterback of the future is already on the team in Marcus Mariota, but that's just me. Ooh, that's, really? a, hot that's a hot take. Man. Yeah. Um, you know we don't really see the immediately, so like. I don't know. It might be stale by the time this comes out. Yeah, this, this might come out eight weeks from now. So in two months, that might actually be a little, little hot take. Yeah. Um, I mean, Derek Carr did great in the system, but the guy's not mobile enough. He's not confident enough to use his legs and to make smarter plays. Like the guy, for fuck's sakes, he ran out of bounds on fourth and goal or something like that. Like I remember like he was close to Enzo. Just give somebody the time to make a play. Like give somebody a chance. Marcus Mariota would have never done that stupid ass play and get booed out of your fucking stadium in the last game of the season. I just feel like he's a threat for the offense. That's just me. But you know, this Mayock's number one quarterback. There's a reason why his contract's like packed with incentives. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah. But, I mean, he could two years he could make up to forty-seven million dollars. That's nuts. Even though he's a base that's, seven, holy seven and shit. a half. That's yeah, crazy. That's a lot like, of money. What, and you'd be like, what the fuck? Like, there's a small leash for Derek Carr this year, I feel like. Yeah, it does, it does seem like that. It's good. I, I mean, with that contract the way it is, it just feels weird. I mean, yeah, they'll probably be happy with Carr for a few weeks, but like when they start losing and they like, you know, are losing because the pass game's not working or he's just fucking up, mm. Mario's going to be right there. That's true, yeah. That's the actual first backup quarterback we've had that can actually challenge him to take his job. Yeah, the, yeah the, the names of backup quarterbacks in Oakland has not been... Ooh, no, I think our best... 
has been Matt McGloin. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. Uh, Best is a, is a. Bruce. I think you're using that word loosely, but yeah. Yeah, I'd even throw Bruce Gradkowski in because he beat Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh with Lewis Murphy. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Um, Jason Campbell was decent until he got hurt, but you know, the old Redskins guy, right? Yeah, I mean, he was yeah. decent until he got hurt, and then here comes Hugh Jackson tossing a first round pick for Carson <laughs> fucking Palmer, but. Well, Palmer was all right at the time. He was all right, man, but he didn't want to play for the Raiders. He went from the Bengals to the Raiders. Come on. What were your yeah. thoughts on the Randy Moss era? Oh, the Randy Moss era was just garbage. Andrew Walters trying to throw Randy Moss the ball. Randy Moss did not want to be there. The guy no. was half speed. He just didn't give a fuck. He was getting paid. It's true. Were you, you like pissed was, when he came to the Patriots and was awesome, or were you like, yeah, of course that happened? Of course that was going to happen. Everybody knew that was going to fucking happen. <laughs> I just wish we would have got something better than a fourth round pick. That's true. Yeah, they actually gave up more for Wes Welker that year. They gave up like a yeah. second and something else. I'm sure, man. Never yeah. fucking trade with the Patriots. I mean, we gave up a first for fucking Richard Seymour. That's true. When we, the best thing Richard Seymour ever did was punch Big Ben in the face. Get <laughs> that's right. You know? To be fair, that that that's got to be like a top ten moment. Yeah, like that. That's the Raiders you're talking about. That's that Raiders defense and that attitude yeah. you're talking yeah. about. I think that was actually the game that Bruce Gutkowski threw Lewis Murphy the game-winning touchdown too. Oh, you might be. I don't remember this at all. Yeah, no, that it, game was great. It, it was a complete shit show. Yeah. I mean, that's totally worth a first-round pick, though, right? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Big Ben's fucking douchebag, but uh, yeah, I think we can all agree on that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'll take him over. Uh, uh, who's the old guy? Cordell oh, Stewart. Shit. No, uh, man, the guy on Fox. Oh, Bad. Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw. I'll take Big Ben over Terry Bradshaw as the greatest Steeler quarterback. Ooh, that's another hot take. He was full of them. That is, yeah, fire. Terry Bradshaw was his stats were shit. I mean, you know, there was that's just more like carried. a. Yeah, he was like the Trent Dilfer of the team. I was going to say, yeah, he was, he was kind of the Trent Dilfer of the, that, that uh, what do they call them, Steel Curtain defenses. Yep, yep. yep. What other questions you got? Uh, that was all the ones I had. <laughs> Steve, you got any questions? No, I definitely wanted to know how you felt about Randy Moss. So I'm glad <laughs> I got that out there. Yeah, uh, what's funny actually is about the Randy Moss thing is um, I bought a Randy Moss jersey. Oh, no. And then I believe we traded him one year later. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Rewind, rewind. <laughs> so I had a Napoleon Harris jersey. He was a linebacker. I remember the Raiders. Him. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, was good, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, I was super excited. I was like, dang, I got a jersey. You know, the linebacker's going to be here for a while. He's a beast. Getting 150 some tackles. Next offseason, gets traded to Minnesota for Randy Moss. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> what am I This jersey? It's going to go, you know, right in the closet. Never used again. Spent like, I don't know, 50, 60 bucks at the time for those jerseys. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I get a Randy Moss. That didn't last long. So, <laughs> I mean, I just had jerseys. I will say. And I remember this very clearly. Greg, in his infinite jersey collection, had a Raiders 
ran, uh, Jerry Rice, if I remember correctly. Did he? I thought it was a Charles. I thought he had a Charles Woodson jersey because he would collect any jersey of defensive backs who were number twenty-four. 24. Yeah, I'm almost positive because no, he definitely did. There's a picture of me dressing up on Halloween where I have that on backwards. <laughs> the years that we had to put them backwards. I'll see, I, no, I mean, I'll see if I can dig in. I'll text it to you. But I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually a hundred percent positive. Greg had a Jerry Rice Raiders jersey. It does sound familiar. I knew we, I knew we had so that the, same thing. But yeah, that 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 would make sense too. Yeah, that's a that's a nice jersey to have there. I still have my Tim Brown Adidas jersey. Then I have a Bo Jackson jersey I got from China. Oh. Don't have any of my Charles Woodson jerseys. Ooh. Breaking news, Raiders and Eli Apple deal fall apart. <laughs> I saw that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have any of my Charles Wilson jerseys anymore. I don't know what happened to them. They probably got taken, you know, here and there. But my Bo Jackson jersey will be there and my Tim Brown. We'll, uh, we'll see if Greg still has his Charles. We'll get it to you if we can find it. Yeah, yeah. I like right. that. Thank you for having me on your podcast. No, we appreciate it. Thanks for uh, giving us a different perspective. Hey, anytime. <laughs> Take it easy. Now. I say that, but I don't know if you actually mean that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, later, guys. <laughs> Take it easy. Well, after all that, we're still not friends. So thanks, Navi. <laughs> Great transition. <laughs> he just uses you for your Fourth of July parties. I get it. That's all right. I'm sure he's not the only one. Nope. Uh, so yeah, he uh, not a big fan of what was his name the the Callahan yeah. Bill Callahan yeah not a big fan of him, <laughs> which is completely understandable I think. So he was a big uh, Gruden fan though, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you guys think of Gruden? Eh. I don't know. I, I'm not as high on him as I feel like everybody else seems to be. I feel like a lot of people hate on him ever I since he did Monday night. Like, Yeah, I mean, he was a bit of a caricature on Monday Night Football. Definitely. I think that was just him playing that, that role, you know? He was a cliche machine. Yeah, but, and the QB camp that he does where he just mm-hmm. loves everybody. Everybody loves yeah, anybody. He got a lot of shit for that. I haven't heard him say a critical thing at all. Unless I was like on hard knocks. I didn't even watch that. that Antonio uh, he was Gallo. good on hard. I liked him on hard knocks. Really? I heard a lot yeah. of criticism uh, about him specifically on hard knocks. Every coach gets criticism for that show though. That's true. I thought he was, he, I thought he was a good players coach. I don't know how good of a, like an X's nose guy he is, but yeah, he's a good motivator. He was supposed to be a pretty good offensive mind, isn't he? That's what I thought. I think at this point in his career, people were pretty high on him. Well, let's put a uh, a number on the Raiders' wins here in the 2020 season. Hmm. Nine wins. Who's playing quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> Is it Nathan, still Carr? Uh, Nathan Peterman. No, they brought in someone to challenge Carr. Oh, know? yeah, who they bring in? He loves Peterman. Oh, uh, Simon. This. Um, they brought in Mariota. That's right, yeah. Oh, because that was God. his hot take. That was Navi's hot take. Was uh, Yes, Mariota will be the starter. 
and yeah. the next franchise quarterback. Yes. Yeah. So I'm definitely picking against Navi. Let me give you like six wins. <laughs> I could see them doing okay. More than I'm going wins. ten. Yeah, I'm going ten wins. Right. I'm changing. I'm going eight, eight wins. Ten. I'm going based right on the- no research and not even knowing half the roster. I'm going ten wins. That's how yeah. hot takes are born, Greg. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then you defend them. <laughs> Till you yeah, die. Like, Even if you don't yeah. believe them when you're dying, you defend them till you die. Oh, no, you just cover them up with more hot takes. Like, oh yeah, but what about this hot take? <laughs> What's uh you want to hear my worst ever sports take? Of course. Always. Okay. Aaron Hernandez will be a better career player than Rob Gunkowski. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I was my. passionate, passionate about that one. That, yeah. <laughs> I was like, he's just a more fluid athlete. <laughs> Whoops! Uh, that, that one went down in flames. Kind of a hail of gunfire. Yeah, <laughs> among other things. All right, let's uh, talk about the actual fucking game we came here to talk about. <laughs> so we talked about this here, all Steve. the way around. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. So just hang on real quick. Uh, I know Navi mentioned it in the in the interview, but uh, I want to touch on it again that the the Raiders actually lost their last three games of regular season. And it was a weird situation where in week 17, if they had won that game, they would have gotten the two seed instead of the Patriots. But they lost to the Jets, who they then had to play the next week in the wild card game, like six days later. And they beat the Jets. And it was one of those things I, I kind of remember, and he, he wasn't completely clear on it, but uh, it was something like the Raiders played super vanilla in week 17, so they wouldn't give the Jets anything just in case they didn't beat them. And then they pulled out all the stops in the playoffs and ran over them 38-24. So that's how the, the Raiders actually got here. Just like putting up numbers. And uh, running back Charlie Gardner had like, he iced the game with an 80-yard touchdown run with a few minutes left. Dude, was... I had no idea who Charlie Gardner was. I remember Dude. the name. But did yeah, he let's... play on uh, the 49ers? Maybe. Uh, yeah, for a couple of years. Check. Look yeah, at that. I, I started in Philly from 94 to 98, and then two years in San Francisco before four years in Oakland. Wasn't there like a back named Hurst back there, too? When the Niners. Maurice Hurst, yeah. Yeah. I remember. Uh, this is when Stat Check goes wrong. I'm, <laughs> it must be Garner, not Gardner. Yes. Charlie Gardner was a recurring character in the second season of Girl Meets World, which <laughs> turns out is a show. Oh, don't don't talk to Mike Mello about that though. It's very sore. Does he know about Girl Girl Meets World? Not Boy Meets World. Uh, Girl he, meets I think World. he basically wrote that. <laughs> he wrote a reunion for Boy Meets World. He wrote the whole script and everything and tried to shop it around and then that came out. I apparently I guess there was it was some similarities between what he wrote and what came out and so so. Yeah, sore subject. I'll talk. Yeah, I'll oh, talk to him about that. Oh well, that's hilarious. <laughs> Charlie Gardner, good-looking guy. Yeah. What about yeah. Charlie Gardner? Spell check. There's <laughs> <laughs> no picture of him. He's he's Charlie Gardner the third, by the way. So good for him. But yeah, he looked pretty sprightly in this game, though. I mean. He looked untackable. He, he, yeah, he he 
He was a tenacious guy, you know, like a bulldog yeah. runner. I always yeah, respect he, those guys. Yeah, he was just that. He was the the stereotypical always keep your legs moving and good things will happen as a running back sort of guy. Yeah. Like he, he didn't really make any moves. He, he wasn't beating anybody. He just like would just keep going and eventually somebody would fall off and he'd get an, uh, an extra eight yards from it sort of thing. All right. But I say that we do a best and worst for each quarter, like one, two, and three, and then we can talk about the fourth and overtime. Jeez. Oh, boy. All right. That's aggressive. You go first yeah. then. <laughs> Uh, best in the first quarter was the three screens in a row from the Patriots. Yeah. That's how they started the game. Yeah. Even Phil running backs, even Phil was calling them out. Yeah. Uh, the worst was over six on third downs. Both teams combined. That was terrible. Yeah. It wasn't great. A lot of punting in that first quarter. Um, there wasn't a lot of bests, I think, in this first quarter. <laughs> no. I'll go with uh, the fact that they had the yellow line. The yellow first down line was back for this game because it was a, a primetime game, which thank fucking God, because mm. you couldn't actually see the, the yard markers unless they had the, the guys with the leaf blowers out there during commercial breaks. I like how they're then. putting it on the end zone line, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was it, helpful. It, <laughs> it was very helpful. Even that guy on the Raiders lost track of it on one play. Yeah, I mean that was going to be my worst for the second quarter. Was the was the uh, yeah the when the Patriots punted? It, yeah, he let it he let it bounce. He was sitting in the end zone thinking he was on the five, let it bounce into the end zone for an accident yeah, touchback. I remember that play too for some reason. Yeah, so there's like I a just, few plays in this game that stick out in my memory, and they're like kind yeah. of obscure. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm the same way. There was some that I completely forgot about though, which we'll get to. Um, so that was my, my best. My worst was, um, oh, the Raiders on the first drive, uh, challenged the first down. Oh yeah. And even though it looked like they got it, it still got spotted short. So they didn't get the first down on third down and had to punt anyway. And the punt was, the but that back. slowed the game down so much. Like that's oh, why there was a million punts in the first half is because yeah. like literally the first drive challenge. And yeah, just, and challenges back then took like forty-five minutes. Oh, so by the time they got back on the punt, the ball it was another three inches of snow. And they were like, "Oh yeah, you win the challenge, but you don't get the first down because they moved the ball ahead two inches. So here's your timeout back, and then we got to go yeah. back and explain that to each of the coaches." And it's just like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, I, I said it was a, it was a first down though, right? Yeah, it was. It was supposed to. Yeah, they, it should have been. They got the call wrong. That's the yep. first screw job of the Raiders of the night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that actually reminds me. So talking about that, uh, in because I watched the highlights of the the Raiders Jets game the week before, just to see how that went, and the Jets got a whole bunch of calls that went against them too. Like they they got the screw job in that game. So maybe the this Jets is karma. Did. Well, speaking of karma, what what is it? Nineteen seventy six. The phantom oh, yeah. passing the phantom uh, roughing the passer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pats Raiders. Yeah. So now we're even. Is what you're saying. Yes. Well, no, I mean, I'm, to, to clearly point out a hole in your logic, you're just, you're calling it karma because you want to justify that the Pats got the good end of the calls here. I mean, you can put words in my mouth all you want, but no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Raiders got jobbed in this game. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, knew, I knew you were going to yeah. react like that. They're, I mean, yeah. I don't know. 
jobbed. They, they had a couple of calls that went against them. Objectively, if I was a Raiders fan, I'd be pissed. What other? If you were a Raiders fan, you wouldn't be objective. Uh, the well, we'll get to we'll get to the <laughs> yeah, we will the, the infamous one later. Yeah, yeah. let's All right, give let's us your table best this worst. conversation. Greg, give I'm, us well, your best one. Uh, the worst is clearly Steve just springing this on us. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what any of this happened in what quarter. Yeah, Greg didn't watch the game, clearly. <laughs> I, no, I watched the game, but I'm not like writing best and worst for each quarter. Neither but, I. I mean, for for the for beginning of the game, the best has got to be the environment, right? Yeah, yeah. Like when they pan to the crowd and there's dudes with their shirts off and like <laughs> the screen looks like you're getting a bad reception because it's just white coming down and angle. Oh my God, yeah. it's no, just sitting down because the bleachers are colder yeah. than the air. <laughs> yeah. Everybody was standing the entire game. The entire game. Yeah. The entire game. And just yeah. it, it's just one of those it's one of those things. When you turn on a snow game for football and like yeah. you see the whole field covered in white except for the lines that they've, you know, yeah. leaf blown. It's just it's so cool. I remember really we we're in the library and like we were waiting for the game to start, and I was looking outside the window, and it was like it was snowing. I was like, "Damn, it's really coming down out there." That was like yeah, so. Just so you know, people who don't didn't live in the brown house growing up know the library isn't actually the library. It's just a room in our house that yeah, Dad yeah, christened yeah. the library. It didn't even have it had books no books. In it. Nope. <laughs> didn't have books, yeah, actually. But because never. our father's a, a deadhead, it was called the Jerry Garcia Memorial Library. Yeah, and that's where we had the TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we went to church. No, yeah, no reading happened in that room. All but right, it so- is a it is a unique thing to because I was trying to think of like how many like true snow games are there, right? Because it takes like a pretty precise timing to hit a snow game perfect. Where yeah. it's you know this game it snowed the entire way through. Yeah, it like snow. which almost never happens. You know, it was like heavy snow. Yeah. Well, it's like a dusting and it was i mean think about how much snow fell in those three hours yeah yeah it was still like legitimately accumulating yeah because yeah. i mean typically in a good snowstorm you only get like two to three hours of like real serious snow anyways right right mm-hmm. so if you you have to hit it perfectly during game time to get like a game like this yeah, and it just it nailed it, you know? Like, it, it didn't stop snowing the whole game. It, like, let up a little bit at halftime. Like, it lightened up. And then by, like, fourth quarter overtime, it started snowing, like, heavy again, it was too. Just, yeah. Like, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Fourth yeah. quarter overtime was, you could tell, it was, like, really accumulating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a hot mess. Uh, yeah, I mean, can you think, off the top of your head, like, five snow games that you've watched? game. Yeah, okay. The, the Titan yeah, the Titans the Cardinals game we went to. Remember that? That's, That's my right. first Patriots game. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um yeah, that was the end of the 08 season when the Patriots whooped the shit out of the Cardinals, who eventually went to Super Bowl. Uh Matt there was Leiner. one in Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was one in Chicago. Uh the Patriots played in Chicago and Brady threw a touchdown to Dion Branch with like three seconds left in the half because he was wide open. But it wasn't accumulated really on that one, right? I think, I mean, the field was white. I remember that. I think it was still snowing. I, I don't know how much it was accumulating. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's what, four games in the past 20 years that we can think of off the top of our head. Well, of course, they flashback the snowplow game, which I forgot was yeah. three to nothing. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Against the Dolphins. And they, but did they they had the guy there, didn't they? Game to be over. Jesus. Yeah. Didn't they have the guy there? Yeah. Oh, no. It was like maybe the end of the regular season. They had him come out and do like a wave for the crowd in like oh, the last game that they fought in Foxborough. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. And we did talk about it already. Whenever yeah. that game was. Oh, wasn't it against the Dolphins? Yeah. I think it was. I'm pretty yeah. sure. That makes sense. That's a dick move. I love it. Yeah. Greg, you want to shit on that too? Yeah. Patreon no, that's classes? pretty cool. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Very good. Uh, so I would also say that um, just the running game in general in the first quarter, not great. No. I just Antoine Smith did not get going in this game. It, outside those first three screens, they didn't have shit else going on in that quarter. No, they really didn't. Well, I guess that takes us to the second quarter. Um, I think everybody's worst is probably James Jett catching a touchdown. With three fucking catches all year. Yeah, yeah I thought that was crazy. <laughs> but that's so like Patriots defense, too, as they take away the things you do <laughs> yeah. best. And they actually even talked about it in this game. Where I think it was, uh, John. They were talking about John Gruden saying, "Like, we have no idea what they're going to throw at us, but we know they're going to take away what we do well." So, and then James Jet catches a touchdown. Which is there a better name for a wide receiver than James Jet? That's up there, yeah. I mean, there That's was Rocket Ismail. That's but that was that was a nickname. That's true. But James Jet, like, that's a great fucking name. Maybe if you had like a silent D on the end. You know, then it could be like TD at the end, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's rough. <laughs> it's good effort, but I don't think so. <laughs> Wait, what? Like J E T T and then like a D. <laughs> J E T T. Steve just wants the D. Oh, Steve, that that is the stretch <laughs> of all stretches. No way, man. S- silent James D. <laughs> or you can just call him James Jetted. Yeah, you could. <laughs> and then you go by James Jet TD. He could. Maybe he did. Who knows? We're yeah. Raiders fans. If he didn't, he should have. You'll have to reach out, Steve, and let him know of that missed opportunity. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah, second quarter. Worst. I had a different worst, actually. For what? The first quarter or the second quarter? Are we Second quarter. Still? All right. Right That's after it. that touchdown, Brady gets the ball back and just sails one for an interception. Yeah, I I watched that play a few times. I I don't know who he was throwing it to. Like what a like it's like we can't do anything on offense. They score a touchdown. They move the ball a little bit and get a touchdown. We get the yeah. ball back. Brady like two plays in, just sails it, throws a pick on like R forty. Yeah, that wasn't great. That was probably the low point I think of this game, at least for me. But it also, he was forcing it. Oh, definitely. He definitely was, but I don't even know who was forcing it to. There wasn't anybody like really in. Kind yeah, of he missed his eye by really? two, three yeah. feet over his head. It by wasn't like lot, he didn't yeah. count for it. He's kind of looked at it. Yeah, I think it was Troy Brown was the closest guy, and he's like, "That was that wasn't to me." Which I love Troy Brown. I think that's been well established. Mm. Did not have his best game this game. It's Charles Woodson. Well, I think also I, I think it was the the weather too didn't help him. He yeah, he's quick. He f- he fumbled two punts, 
He he wasn't beating anybody because he couldn't get his footing, so he couldn't he couldn't juke anybody. Um, and they tried to do a reverse with him. I think it was in the second quarter, and it got blown up, and he lost like seven or eight yards, which never happens. That's, that's Troy Brown we're talking about. Like he'll find a way to reverse field again and and still get a first down. And yeah, didn't have Matt, a great. Was a, Matt was as good. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we touched on this in the interview, but it felt like. Every catch David Patton had, he had fallen over already mm-hmm. in the route. He, they, he would get up just in time to make the catch. Like half the time, he was on his knees, still making the catch. And it was, uh, yeah, it was. It was kind of. It was not the Troy Brown game in this game, for sure. Uh, my best though was right after that pick Brady threw. Hmm. I think they maybe got one first down or not. They're kind of right outside field goal range probably right where Terry kicked the field goal yeah and it was a third and medium when we blitzed and Otis came all the way across the entire formation picked up their best receiver Brown coming on a crossing route yep like I didn't think Otis was that fast to be honest but he like closed it and made an awesome play on the ball to force him to punt and that might have been the punt that went into the end zone it was yes and Otis Otis is an unsung hero for this team. Definitely. He really is, yeah. For just the whole year. I mean, this game he played pretty well too, but yep. Having watched these games, I mean, I've been surprised what a playmaker he was. See, that was one of the things that I remembered about this defense was Otis Smith for some reason. Him and Ty Law were just unbeatable. And yeah, I think this game was for on both sides, I think the um, the defensive backs on in on both these defenses were top notch. They was like they were putting on a clinic between Ty Law, Otis Smith, and Charles Woodson. Like you, that, that's that's film that you could use to teach other cornerbacks how to play defense. You know who like made a huge impression on me on this game as a youngin, Wiggins. Yeah, <laughs> like, and you know, I was right, but like. James Jet like burned them, burned us for a touchdown. Wiggins came out of nowhere and fucked them too. Yeah, that's I had. Well, uh, it's like was, the only time he did. Right? Yeah, this was, like, I had. I wrote this down that this was his best game as a pro. He had ten catches, seventy yards. Yeah, and now and, he hosts the morning show for Kiss One Hundred Seven, whatever. And I bet he doesn't wear gloves doing that either. He's the only it's guy on, out there no gloves. It's on WEI, isn't it? Wiggy. Didn't he do like a like a pop culture one? Did he? Oh, maybe. I'm pretty sure he did. I think he's doing sports radio now. Wiggy in the morning or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something like <laughs> I that. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, Steve, you're right. I think he was the only one out there that didn't have gloves on. And he was the leading receiver, or at least one of them. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. So yeah, oh he did. He he led the Patriots in catches. Him and Tim Brown both had 10 catches in this game. One of these things is not like the others. On the third down conversion rate for both teams combined in the first half was one for 13. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that kind of goes back. I I felt like the Rays were actually moving the ball. It felt in the first half. In the second quarter, they slowed down as well after that touchdown. They did, yeah. Well, in the first in the first quarter, they were moving the ball, and then I felt like the the Patriots actually started 
like after the touchdown pass, the Patriots started to, to just bring pressure from everywhere. You know, blitzing it felt like every play. And that slowed him down a bit, but it felt like they were playing their game. The Patriots were just, it felt like they were just going out there and being super conservative. And I remember that about this game. Yeah. Thinking in the first half, I mean, like, start throwing the ball. Like, you're, you're going you're gonna to get left yeah, behind like if you no don't. pass rush on either team. Yeah. And, but the Patriots are content to just run it straight up the middle three times with Antoine Smith and, and go three and out. Or, yeah. And you actually started to hear some boos in the second quarter with this. When they they ran a draw on third and long, and that's uh, that's classic Belichick though. And is like, that him? It's got to be. He. I mean, this this has been consistent since this day, right? Of him like playing the playing the game as it's like presenting itself, rather than like playing your game. You know, yeah, that'll come again with yeah. the script. We're going to do this, 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 and that. It's like, all right, we're going to try these couple things and see what works. And then, yeah, this is the guy that kicked off in overtime because he wanted the wind at his back. You know, it's like that, that's, that's to me saying I care more about like the external factors than my own team, you know? Oh, so when you were shit on me the other day when I said Belichick was kicking it short on purpose, you're, yeah, I I disagree with it. I disagree with it. I, Honestly, and I, I mean, obviously he's a better coach than I am, right? But from like a player's standpoint, if I was playing in this game, I'd be like, dude, let's throw the ball. Like, oh, yeah. let us make plays, you know? So I, I could see I'd be frustrated for the players and for the fans, you know? Yeah. But and I think it was. That's probably why he's better than us. Is because yeah, I was he, all that ends all, Greg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was the right decision at the end. But yeah, and I think... But who knows? Maybe they throw the ball, they come out aggressive in the beginning, win by three touchdowns. You don't know. That's true, but then it wouldn't be a classic, would it? That's true. Yep. And also, I, I mean, they came out in the second half, I thought, chucking the ball around, even though they're only down, what, 7 nothing. Um, Especially that first drive of the third quarter, um, Brady hit Patton on two like long passes. And they get it inside the five, and they're still chucking it into the end zone. And Brady, Brady missed a couple of like easier throws. Like they did that play, what they always do, the hard play action, and he tosses it over the line, and he overthrew. I'm assuming it was Wiggins. Um, and then the play after, he had somebody else wide open and just completely sailed it on him too, and they had to settle for a field goal. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> He only threw for 315 yards in a driving snowstorm. It's true, <laughs> which surprised the shit out of me after watching the first half. Because I don't did yeah. he have any passing yards in the first half? Yeah, yeah. Like he was four for nine with a pick, and he like threw like a real bullet to Troy Brown right at the end of the second half. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and I got confused because the announcers were they were saying that he has a nice stroke. Like, is that? <laughs> Is that football or not football? Football, not football. Mm. <laughs> he did have a nice stroke. <laughs> Who did? In fact, Tom Brady. He made it. He made his name off his stroke. <laughs> <laughs> made a couple Just, kids too. Mm-hmm. Oh, Just like that swimmer made a name off his stroke. But yeah, I think that like that bullet by Brady at the end like looks pretty close to the end of the second half. Yeah, I think it was the last drive. He was rifling it through there. And they were like, oh, all right, let's try open it up a little bit in the pass game. Yeah. And the Raiders did too. 
Yeah, it's Very kind of in, in that third, third quarter. It's kind of insane that they threw he threw the ball fifty two times for three hundred yards and they scored sixteen points. I mean that's like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and yeah. and it didn't feel like. I mean, there was no like turnovers in the red zone. Usually, when you get those kind of numbers, it's like a reason. Yeah, and I just think they got conservative at weird times. That's that's what it felt like. Yeah, then they were just. I don't know. It, yeah, all of a sudden the drive was just end, and it, it never felt yeah. like they were. At least in the first half, it never felt like they were even challenging. I think. Oh, they had one yeah. drive. Yeah, their first drive of the game, they drove down, but then they tried to go for it on fourth and three because they were like just outside of field goal range, I think, and didn't convert. And that felt like that was as far as they got, at least in the first half. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at times, it felt like they were just trying to run out the clock. I'm like, guys, yeah. it's the second quarter. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you're, and you're down 7 nothing. Like, you, you got to score at some point. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, if I told you at the first half, after the first half that – um Tom Brady would be the leading passer in this game. You probably would have disagreed with me. Yeah. But because Rich Gannon, I thought, was actually doing well in that first half. He's moving he the ball okay. a bit. Yeah. We did better in the third. Like, but they started finished. looking at Rice a ton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I think Rice had a bunch of catches just in that third quarter, didn't he? Yep. Until they stuck Ty Law on him. Yeah. And then that was the end of that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Rich Gannon. Like you said, Greg, uh, Brady threw it 52 times with 312 yards. Rich Gannon, 31 attempts, only had 159 yards. Yeah, yeah. see, it didn't it's feel like, like it played out like that. That's yeah, what I mean, all. yeah. It didn't feel like yeah. that at all. But, uh, all right, yeah, third quarter. Patriots settle for field goal. Raiders do the same thing. Uh, Raiders had two field goals in this game, and the one that I had forgotten, which I think we got to give... Um, What's his name? Janikowski? The Polish uh, powder keg. Yeah. He kicked in, in that third quarter. Kicked he kicked the, the living f- shit out of it. Yeah, he he kicked a 45-yard field goal that would have been good from probably about 60. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the same one that Vinatieri snuck through. He was hitting yeah. the back netting oh, <laughs> 10 yeah, yards easy. up. Yeah. I and, I love Janikowski. <laughs> God's an absolute animal. Like, come on. Like, that guy... Is just a mouth breather, you know, just a <laughs> mongrel. <laughs> yeah, but boy, can that man kick a football! <laughs> yeah, he could just do one thing. Yeah, and they were like, "We're riding this thing to the top." <laughs> and but he never even tried to do anything else. Have you ever? I I think it was him where there's videos of like on kick returns, and he's the last guy, and he just like lets the guy go. He doesn't even like try to make a tackle or trip. Like he's just like, "No, fuck it, that's not my job." Yeah. And he clearly never like tried to work out or like take care of his body. Oh at yeah, all. no, he's just he like like, I like a square. Yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> like a rectangle. <laughs> he yeah, but he, he reminds me the of the shit out of it, you know, of our father like running around on a soccer field, like just you Very know the, the dad bod. Yeah, not exactly smooth motion or anything, but could kick the shit out of things. Janikowski's. Hey. Good for him. I mean, that's a good place to be in. He played a million years, too. Yeah. yeah I played, you think he's, yeah. like, smoking heaters on the sideline like that kicker? In the- <laughs> he <laughs> probably was. <laughs> It'd be so awesome. Yeah. I'll say his uh, field goals are set up by Ty Law. Back-to-back red zone possessions. Ty Law's, or maybe not red zone, but within field goal range. They threw yeah. a Ty Law on both of them. 
Yeah, Tyler like, put on a clinic in this game. Yeah. The number 24 is both of them. Yeah. Tyler played awesome. Yeah. yeah. He he led the team in tackles. You see that? No. Oh, Tyler did? He had 12 tackles and two pass breakups. Holy shit. And both yeah, those it, pass breakups on third down in the red zone. Yeah. I feel like more pass breakups than that. I have to say. Yeah. I think he. This is his type of game, though. You know, like a physical, get your hands on the guy. Yeah, hundred. That's just Ty Law's style. Like punish him whenever you get a chance. He's he's an amazing tackler. He if really it had been like Peyton Manning back there, he would have thrown like six picks. <laughs> well, there's another <laughs> well, we'll snow game that. that I forgot about. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, good call. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite all-time single performance. It's Ty Law against Peyton Manning. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know who uh, flashed a little bit in this quarter? Who's that? I put a note about is Bobby Hamilton. Yeah, he was starting to get some pressure all by himself. And actually, even uh, Navi mentioned him. Yeah. He the name he brought up? Really? Yeah. 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 He's just like sneaky, like Otis, like you talked about earlier. Kind of like a sneaky contributor to this dynasty. Yeah. Yeah, but he also one of those guys who doesn't move particularly athletically. No. It's like if Janikowski was playing defensive tackle or defensive end or whatever it was. <laughs> Just a big goofy dude, but man, can he move when he needs to. But all right, I so got I, a question. Yeah. Who would you rather sleep with, Janikowski or Roethlisberger? Like we're just sharing a bed sleeping with? No, you know <laughs> what like I mean, Finding Steve. out how nice his stroke is. You know what I mean. <laughs> I feel like Janikowski would be gentler. Yeah. Rothsberger yeah, might wants. like knock you out. Have you seen Rothsberger recently? He's like a mountain man. He looks disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> disgusting. And this coming with a man who shaved only half his beard. (laughs) (laughs) Which half did you shave? The left or the right? I can't. The left. Yeah. You shave your left. Okay. Side beard. Something. So a good anecdote from that. When I was, I played soccer in college until my senior year. And then my senior year, I stopped playing, but I was still drinking aggressively. (laughs) Nice humble break. (laughs) I gained a couple pounds, you know, as you do. <laughs> as you do, yeah. And the the you know how like the moment of rock bottom where you turn your life around and start eating healthier and shit, yeah. Was one of Ellie's old boyfriends told me that I looked like Roethlisberger. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got to do something about this. <laughs> uh, is that the one that couldn't eat pizza? Yeah, Ian. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because remember we did the. The Domino's five 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 deal wasn't me and yeah. you, Greg, and him. Yeah, I think so. Because we used to just do it in race, so you could eat the pizza the quickest. And we both finished ours, and he wouldn't let us look at his box. And when we opened it, he had like three quarters of a pizza left. So I He's believe we have to finish that too. We don't. Those days are beyond. Ours. Those those days are behind me, Andy. Are they? I don't want to end up looking behind like Big that Ben. Again. Yeah. <laughs> What about the the brown double-double, Greg? You don't do that anymore? Yeah, those were dark days, too. (laughs) That was right around the same time. I can't believe we would do that. Yeah. Because there's there's a 
a thing going around. I saw it on Twitter the other day where it's like, oh, if somebody were to pay you $3,500, but you had to eat, I think it was two, uh, what's the Burger King? Not Burger uh, McDonald's, Big Macs, two Big Macs, two large fries, and two things of nuggets, and uh, four sodas in 90 minutes. 90 minutes? Yeah. Would you do it? Uh, for thirty five hundred bucks. Yeah, I thought to myself, we used to do that for lunch, and then go continue to clean pools. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fucking stupid. I I don't think my body could handle that anymore. Like I, if I eat dinner too fast now, I like have mud butt. <laughs> <laughs> it could be healthy food, but I just went too quick. It's just I'm I'm like a fragile stomach guy now. <laughs> I am not. I I I've never really I've been, tied. Speed of intake, to speed of outtake. No, oh, it's a real thing, dude. Did yeah. not know that. Oh yeah, not I think it's because I don't chew enough. Oh yeah, I, I never chew enough. And then it just starts rumbling. I can feel the rumbling, and like <laughs> an hour later, I'm like, God damn it, Craig, chew your food. Salad's <laughs> good to me. Like, I get I get salad poos like crazy. <laughs> That's all the roughage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cut down on the leafy greens there, Steve. Not, when I eat a salad, I only eat a fucking salad. So I have like massive salads. <laughs> Steve's having like 10 pounds of lettuce. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Speaking How of roughage, here? Yeah. let's talk about this fourth quarter. Well, we did we just skip the third quarter? We talked about it. Okay. Jana Cowdy right. kicked a couple field goals. Right. Yards, uh, not, I don't want to gloss over this, but. I forgot about the um, incidental face mask penalty because that came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's come up a couple yeah. times, like early in the season. But yeah, the incidental, which was, what, five yards, and then the yeah. the intentional was 15. I kind of like that. I liked yeah, it, but, but it was hard to, like, police, right? Like, what's yeah. incidental and what's not. Well, that's what like, changes. 15 it? yards for something where you didn't mean to do it seems a bit extreme. Yeah, especially if you just brush it, you know? Yeah. Right? So that, why not just meet in the middle and say all or 10? Yeah. That's what they should have done. Oh, yeah. Look at us solving problems. Yeah. Where's the NFL? Let's, let's get them on the phone. Get, we'll get Roger on the on the pod. Yeah. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> I know, what's what's he tough. doing now? Yeah. <laughs> I saw that there was a uh, there's a conspiracy theory going around that he's the one that created this whole panic so that he doesn't get booed at the draft. <laughs> you know that has legs <laughs> right <laughs> so I think we should find out where he's staying he says, doesn't he have a house in Maine that he's probably staying at so we'll go there and boo him he's got a house in Maine oh, yeah. yeah. where in Maine house. I don't know on the coast that's, somewhere that yeah. son of a bitch dude how dare he well uh, the... like during the whole deflategate some dude hired a plane to fly over his house yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and people like leave signs and shit around his yeah. The front awesome. gate, because of course it's a gated house. Yeah, I don't like his kind in Maine. No, no <laughs> gingers. <laughs> John I Gruden mean, like well-adjusted, yeah, rich people. We're just rich people in general. Maine doesn't like. Yeah, them. that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's why I like Maine. Because <laughs> you're poor. Well. <laughs> in in personality, yes. Morals, <laughs> <laughs> uh, rich in looks, though, right? <laughs> yes. Oh Christ! All right, fourth quarter. 
Oh, actually, oh, one more thing in the third quarter uh, to kind of prime the pump of what was to come. Uh, Brady got strip sacked on his, well, on the second drive of the, the half. Ooh. On second down, yeah. Got strip sacked, managed to recover his own fumble, but yeah. Uh, Super lucky. A sign of things to come, yeah. Consider my pump primed. Oh, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, the visual on that one is tough. (laughs) I don't know if I can transition. You're going to have to do it for me. Well, build up the fourth quarter. Let's get us a lead. Like like you're doing the TV, like coming back from commercial for the start of the fourth. Lead me into it. You you seem to, to have something in mind. No, you know what I mean, Steve. <laughs> what? Can you can you lead us into the fourth quarter here? Like build some tension a little bit. Now, the moment you've all been waiting for. <laughs> Patriots Raiders down by 10. The Patriots just got sacked to kill a nice drive and the Raiders convert a quick first to open the fourth quarter. That's good. For, that was good. That was good. Yeah. Is it accurate, though? Yes. No. <laughs> my notes. That's one of my notes. <laughs> Patriots finally put a nice drive together. Yeah. Then they got sacked right around midfield. Yeah. Take it back to the Raiders, and they get the quick first. And I was like, oh, man, you know, Raiders put a nice drive together there. They're inside. They you know, Ten, eight Another minutes left. Is. Yeah. They had to burn a turn- timeout, like 12 minutes left on the third down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were cavalier with their timeouts, which I don't think actually came back to bite them, but uh, felt pretty typical. Because they were actually talking about, um, uh, fucking, what's his name? Rich Gannon, the quarterback, and how he was a bit of a loose cannon. Ah, I didn't mean to do that, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Christ. Um, but yeah, and the quote I wrote down was, I don't remember, one of the commentators said it, is talking about when they interviewed John Gruden and what he had to say about Rich Gannon, it was, you need a good night's sleep to deal with Rich Gannon on game day. He's high maintenance. Yeah. yeah so that. it's a good job. This was a night game because he got a lot of sleep. And apparently like the two of them would just like bitch and moan at each other, like during games, just like go after each other. Cause Rich Gannon who'd been around since 87, which do you know who he was drafted by? Minnesota. No, your new England Patriots. No. Yeah. The fourth what? round pick, 98th overall in the 1987 draft by the New England Patriots. We drafted Rich Gannon? We drafted Rich Gannon. Holy shit. Just goes to show what kind of dark then, times they were. And then just traded him? I don't know how he left the team, but how he never played, played for the Patriots. Yeah. No, yeah. Because he start. yeah, his first year he was in Minnesota. So he never actually played for New England, but he was drafted by them. Damn. So I don't know what happened there, but. Uh, maybe a listener will tell us. Maybe a Minnesota Vikings fan, if there are any left. He had a pretty good career. Yeah. He did, yeah. But this was kind Hall of the of peak of his career, was like 99, 2000. Well, yep. 99 through 2002, really. Made the Pro yeah. Bowl all four years. 2000, 2002, he, made, he was a all-pro first team. First team all-pro, even. But yeah, the his Oakland days were, were his... Uh, his real peak. Can't yeah, too many players say that. <laughs> That's true. Well, it's some old school, old school 
Raiders guys out there probably. You can definitely see Brady like turn it on in this fourth quarter. Yeah, so yeah. Like yeah, like an awesome delivery right as he's getting like form tackled to Kevin Falk. Yeah. So yeah, so in that his first like full drive of the fourth quarter, he he went nine straight completions, I think it was, on that drive. Yeah, he let the ponies out of the stable. Yeah, they said, you know what, fuck it, we're going to start trucking the ball because we're down. Took the reins off and Tommy just took over. (laughs) Yep. But in true Patriots fashion, did not throw a touchdown, but instead runs it in for the touchdown. And probably everybody who's listening to this actually remembers. But before that... Well, for the spike, I think. Was the... uh, He sort of into like a wide receiver on the boundary. It was Patton, maybe, who like it bounced off his hands. Yep. And then Wiggins came right behind him and grabbed it and like toe tapped his feet inbounds. Yeah. <laughs> why Wiggins was even too. why Wiggins was even there. I don't know. I, I remember a, that play too, yeah. There's a couple plays where Wiggins was in suspect locations. Yeah, <laughs> there was. But, <laughs> the but one where he like, dove for it and tried to catch it and yeah. then just like went right beyond him into Patton's hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Wiggins, chill out. He was having himself a fucking day. He was having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> I have a note on here because, like, on that Brady touchdown, I mean, obviously, we've all seen it a million times. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have Beekert, that old middle linebacker from the Raiders. Yep. He's like the OG Brian Erlacher. It's the same kind of, like, Brady jukes right, goes left, that he got Erlacher on in that Bears game. Yeah. It does have that similar feel. It looked slow motion, though. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I remember thinking that was a pretty poor attempt at tackling (laughs) because Brady just kind of, like, fell forward. not so much juked. (laughs) I have a a stat check question for you, Greg. Sure. What's the longest TD run of Brady's career? Because that was, like, eight yards. It was longer than I remembered. Ooh, that's a great question. Because they're all, like, there's a million one-yarders. Yeah, oh 20, yeah, he's got a bunch of those. 22 yards. That was his longest run. I thought he scored a 22-yard touchdown, though. Oh, yeah, longest run. <laughs> and I love, like, the announcers. Oh, yes. oh look at Tom Brady celebrating because he's so young, you know, youthful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It made me think of that um, Julian Edelman punt return touchdown against the Broncos. Oh, he's where weird. he ran down to, yeah, like, yeah. Wait, were you in the end zone? <laughs> I'm gonna say this may have been his longest touchdown run. How how many yards was it? Six. Yeah, you might be right. I don't think there's one that was longer. I don't. Yeah, because he didn't At make it. At least according to uh, PatriotsDynasty.info, if you do some searching. Yo, that is wild. Yeah. Does he have a five yard? He does have a five yard touchdown scramble against. The Broncos, I don't remember this game. When was this? 2013. Oh, the 2013 AFC Championship. Yeah. He had a Good old juke move in that one. Yeah, so his. So how about this? Tom Brady, uh, playoff runner. All, his longest touchdown runs come in the playoffs. Ooh. <laughs> Everything Dude, that's better a, about Tom Brady. That's a stat. Longest touchdown run. Yeah. Six whole yards. He has a handful from four. Was this his first touchdown run as well? I oh, remember Steve, one. Steve, really pushing our capabilities here in the stats department. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a tough one. 
But we just watched every game this year, which is all the games he'd started up to this point, and I don't remember him. I don't remember any like QB sneaks. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this could be. Yeah, this is his only run. His only touchdown run of 2001. Look at that. His first yeah. and his longest. Yeah. It was all downhill from here. <laughs> More uphill, really, for him if you watch him run. This is the first point in the game that it looked like we had a chance, though. Yeah. But yeah, when they actually yeah. drove the ball down and they were just moving it easily, it seemed like. But yeah. even like, when we gave it back to them, there was like a third and one. They did a quick, a quick snap. Like We were definitely not ready. And yep. that took it under five minutes to play. And then you're like, ooh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because the Raiders got that first down, like you said, on that play. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, I th- I feel like, yeah, it was, they almost held them and then they didn't. Like it was third and short. And yeah, like you said, they did the quick snap. And they got like eight or nine yards in that quick snap, like stretch play. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then I have written down the Pats get the ball back with 335 left, get one first down and then punt it. So, yeah, nowhere. Well, can we back up a little bit as yeah. far as like these like fourth quarter comeback situations? Like, sure. It's it's gotten to a point now where it feels inevitable, right? Oh, God, yeah. Like that Super Bowl against the Rams. You were like, yeah, you know, they're not scoring, but it's going to happen. You know, it's just when, a matter, matter of what. when. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't I don't get the feeling and just from like reading a couple of the articles from around here, it 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 felt like that was the opposite back then of it was. It was a when does this fall apart, not you know, when are they yeah. gonna pull it out of their ass. And we've talked about that in regards to Drew Bledsoe as well, because that was kind of the knock on him. It was he would he would hang in there the whole game, but then you'd have that last drive that you need to have and something would go wrong. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily Bledsoe's fault, but often enough it was. Like he'd throw a, a bad play, or he's you know he's getting sacked, he's throwing it over he his fumbles. back shoulder, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah that sort of shit. Because he's just trying to put the team on his back. But yeah, this is kind of the beginning of that that different feel, like you said. And that's where I think, like Brady, distinguishes himself not only from the rest of the league, but from like the coaching staff. Where like the staff puts him in a place where he can win games, but like when it gets to crunch time, and you need this guy to start slinging the ball, Tommy gets out there and just starts slinging. Yeah, uh, like he just doesn't seem bothered by any sort of pressure. Whatsoever. He just it, it almost it just, he just thrives in it. You know, yeah. It looks like he gets another gear when he's yeah. in those like crunch time moments. I've had to say this so many times. Oh, does Belichick or Brady? And it's like, hey, it's both. Like Belichick puts you in the position to get there and Brady has that extra gear. Yeah. Brady will win you the Super Bowls. Yeah. And you could even see it uh, from Brady's third start when he was playing the Chargers. And I know you guys weren't there for that episode. I think it's just me and Mike, but he pulled them from like way down late to the point where I was watching the game and I'm thinking, I I think I'm watching the right game. I don't, but they, they come back and win this. (laughs) And this is literally his third start. And the one where he threw his first touchdown pass to Terry Glenn. And he pulled him back and then won in overtime. That's his third game ever. And so you kind of even saw it early. Um, but then you don't really see it again the rest of the season. Up until this. Yeah. 
Well, we'd, we'd see it a lot more in the next few years. Mm. To the That's point where sure. it was more surprising when it didn't happen. Yeah, that's it's like, it's right, like that Eagles. From, yeah, from the, the Eagles Super Bowl. Yeah, great we're point. Like, Wait, this, this is over? Have, if he didn't get strip sacked, he was about to, and he still no, almost did. <laughs> but that was the best thing about Brady is there was there's so few times where you're like, oh, I would have, because he just did. Yeah, yeah. He, he <laughs> you know, always did. You know, even like coming back against Atlanta, where it'd be like. There were so many points in that game where you'd be like, even if they don't win this, you're gonna you're gonna look back fondly on how Brady played. Yeah, but that wasn't enough. He just he still did it, yeah, which exactly. is like I think he just as hard as getting there. You know? Yeah. And going back it's to just, both your points uh, about whether it's Bill or, or Tom, uh, we can go back to the game where Belichick took the wind in overtime against the the Broncos in that game. Because Brady pulled them all the way back in that game too. Remember, they were yep. down like twenty-four nothing or something at halftime. Mm-hmm. I was at that and game. It was fucking freezing. Yeah, well, was like, that the you game where your yeah your beer was freezing because you weren't drinking it quick enough? Yeah, it was. <laughs> we were like two rows from the top of the stadium, and it was like <laughs> ten degrees. <laughs> and uh, a stiff wind. wind. Yeah, yeah. And we were down twenty-four nothing at halftime. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you stayed for that game. It's crazy. Yeah, we said that if. If if the Patriots didn't score in their opening drive in the second half, we were going to leave. And then they scored. And then they scored again, and they scored again. And we're like, we ain't fucking leaving. <laughs> that might have been that Jules punt return game that I referenced earlier, right? Yeah, I think you did have one in that game. That no, was all, it wasn't, I think it wasn't the, that one. Though. It was the Muff-Welker one where he waved it off. Yeah, yeah, but I think uh, – I, I thought um, Edelman had a punt return for touchdown in that game too, though. No, he had that weird one where he took like the bubble screen and they dove from the five yard yeah, line. Yeah, he did have that one. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. That was yeah. iconic. Mm. Like we're we'll talking get about to those. So the Raiders game. So <laughs> <laughs> now memory lane. That's what we got to do. That's what this is for. So, yeah, well, let's talk about this comeback, shall we? Patriots yeah, down so thirteen Raiders to three. Down under five to play. Yeah, we blitz. On the next third down, get the ball back. Yep. And go absolutely nowhere. They get one first down and then have to punt it right back. So yeah. the Raiders Don't get the ball with the, 241 left. There's a sweet another grab by Andrew Wiggins in there with a bat the ball between his two hands and catches it, just being super lucky again. <laughs> yeah. <It was laughs> such so a dangerous. Cooler. And uh, Phil Sims gets hit by a snowball from a guy in the ground. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> and he's like, Greg, I think that was aimed at you. <laughs> you could tell he was like initially pissed too. He was. He's like, I can yeah. see the guy who did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, imagine being that guy that threw that. He can he can watch this game on YouTube for years to come and be like, it was me. <laughs> Honestly, I can imagine you being the guy that threw that. Oh, actually, dude, right? he's a legend. <laughs> and, he's not, and, and he's got people like us watching this game being like, did you see that part where fucking Phil Sims get hit by a fucking snowball? Plot oh, twist. We can find out who that is. Frozen beer. <laughs> we can find out who that is. We should have him on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Guest of honor. Put an APB or whatever that thing is called. Yep. That so then the Patriots are three for 11 on third down. Yeah, not great. Cuts in a way, 247 left. Yeah. Yeah. Raiders got the ball back with 241. 
and basically go three and out. Can't come because they they had a third and one and couldn't convert again, which is second time. Seymour drive. Seymour monster on that play. Oh my god! Seymour was yeah on the third, but like Lawyer came flying in on the second down too. Like both those guys. Yeah. Lawyer Malloy. How about that hit by Brewski? Yeah. Up the middle. Lawyer Malloy. I I had that he was just the only guy out there who looked like he could still like lay the wood because everybody else is kind of like skating around and every once in a while you see Lloyd Malloy come out of nowhere and just thump somebody and he was the yeah. only one who was able to like actually get a thumping on somebody that's fantastic him and actually uh, and what's his name fuck I'll remember it one day your friend's name Steve Navi yeah there you go so Navi actually was the one to call this out that Roman Pfeiffer had a great game in this game he was the only one that could tackle Charlie Gardner, I thought. Apparently, that was did just he? me. Cool. Yeah, I, that did not <laughs> that did not jump out to me at all. No. Oh. No. Although I, we I, did have a signed Roman Pfeiffer football card, so yeah, for the Rams, but still, I probably still have it somewhere kicking around. That would be awesome. Hell yeah, Roman Pfeiffer. That guy was man. It's probably worth as much as your fucking Pokemon cards, Andy. Yeah, those are your Pokemon cards. I collect football <laughs> cards, bro. Yo, I had a Charizard holographic, dude. That thing is <laughs> it's worth more than money. It's worth, <laughs> it's worth memories. Didn't you give that to my nephew? Did I? Yeah, you gave all I your gave Pokemon my... cards to so. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> At least he can use them. There go the memories. Uh, I, never I, Troy, memories. I know you guys said Troy had a bad game, but you had a pretty... Solid punt return in this up until he fumbled it a second time. So yeah, and that actually leads me. Uh, no, I'm going to save that. I'm going to save something for you. I know what you're saving. I don't know if you do. I'm just going to spoiler it right now. Larry okay. is a two fumble recovery. Motherfucker! <laughs> you think I didn't watch the game, Andy? Huh? Think no, I didn't I think watch you're, it? You're looking at my fucking notes. <laughs> How am I looking at your notes, dude? I want to say Larry is a unsung hero of this game. Without Larry yeah. Izzo, it's the Patriots have two fumbles because Troy Brown fumbled two punts and Larry Izzo recovered both of them. Yeah, yeah exactly. without that, two of those drives are ended immediately. One of those is the one that leads up to the fourth quarter. This one now, which I don't know. Does, that, does somebody want to take the reins on this one? Because this is a pretty important drive here. That's all we're going to say about Larry Izzo. What else you got? Special teams captain. Yeah, this is this is this is, this is coming out party. This put is him on the, put him on the you've list. been playing for a while at this point, right, Eddie? I think so. Um, do I, am I, I'll find him on this list. Let's find out. No, he was only like he was twenty-seven. Been in the league four or five years. Yeah, yeah. So you've been around. Make, I made the Pro Bowl the year before. Yeah, I thought he was pretty awesome at that point. Yeah, with Miami. This is a special teamer, though. Was this his first year on the Patriots? It was, yes. Yes. Oh. Making his mark. First of eight years on the Patriots. Yeah. Good for him. That's what I want. Matthew Slater Slater is Matthew Slater. Yeah, wouldn't it be sweet to play in, like, a big game, but not have the pressure of actually having to perform, but just, like, 
accidentally fall on two fumbles and be like, dude, I contributed, you know, (laughs) that's always been my dream is so that's exactly who I would be too. I would be that guy. Yeah. I would be the guy that can't blow it, but he can save it. You know? Oh yeah. That, that role player who's probably the glue guy on the sidelines too. That's why he's a captain, you know, great locker room guy. Maybe not the most skill, but you know, yeah, I warmed up the closer so good in the bullpen. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, just like, but that kind of goes to the the point of this Belichick system too, is he has these guys in there, even in 2001, which maybe some of that's a bit lucky this early, but we also talked like way back at the beginning of this season, how Belichick had brought in umpteen different uh, free agents and they were all like 10-year veterans. Yeah. And so guys like Izzo, he's not quite that, but I mean, he's a veteran in this league. Brought him in just to play special teams, and now he's got two fumble recoveries in well, what at this well, point is the most important true, right? game of the season. He's a Pro Bowl Dolphins special teamer that he signs as a free agent. Right, exactly. That's a classic Belichick move. It, yeah. <laughs> probably pay well, way more than he else want to pay him. Oh, probably. Yeah, and because he's, he'll pay those middle-level guys more than any other middle-level yeah. guys will make. Yeah. The Belichick system, right? Definitely is. So yeah, so like you said, uh, Troy Brown actually had a really good punt return, so he fumbled it, but luckily the Pats recovered. Um, so he started out, I think, like right around midfield, right? Nah, yeah, right around there. Take. I was at this First point in the game, it was really tough to tell where anybody was. Yeah, right. I had no idea. And if I, and like you could actually hear the 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 announcer, like. In, in like not in the broadcast, but like the announcer in the stadium announcing where the ball was sometimes just because nobody had any fucking clue. I like the old school announcer too. Over yeah. the loudspeaker too. Yeah. Where it feels like a high school game. Yeah. Yes. They should bring that back. Antoine Smith, 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 Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Six yard gain on the carry, 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 carry. Yeah. Yes, dude. <laughs> dude, I love that. It was pretty sweet. It does have a good feel to it, doesn't it? Yeah. Just... Gives me the right feeling, and it's like Christmas, you know. Yeah. Well, that's why you, when you started watching this game, that's what you—that's what you uh, sent us. Picture yeah. of you watching the game in the snow, saying it feels like Christmas. It's right. It does. Yeah. So, first and ten at their own forty-six. Two minutes left. Down by three. Yep. It's Brady time. Brady moves the ball a little bit. And now all of a sudden it is second and 10 on the Raider 42 with a minute 47 left. They moved the ball a little bit, not a ton. Brady what had a first down scramble in that moving the ball, which he did. I totally forgot about. Yeah. Well, and this is, this is the difference between this is what drew uh, Tom Brady brings to the, the Patriots offense that Drew Bledsoe doesn't remember mm, a big running <laughs> element. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which nobody's ever said about him since. <laughs> Even though he's a thousand yard rusher. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That still gets to me. Yeah, so second and ten, Raider forty two, minute forty seven left in the game. And his old college teammate comes running off of his right side. Very unbrady like. At least now it yeah. is. To not now see but he got blown up a bunch in this this because season. Yeah, I mean, I knew it was coming, so I was watching for Woodson to come on that blitz. And he didn't hide it. He took like three steps towards the line of scrimmage before Brady hiked the ball. It was 
you know, if you, if I, I would assume most quarterbacks would see that coming at least these days, but. Well, I mean, just overall this season, Brady got blown up like blindside hit a lot more than I remembered. Yeah, no, I agree. More, like, Cause like, he's a rookie. Blindside hit Brady's taken, like couldn't tell you. Yeah. Well, he was also sacked, I think the most uh, in his career in this season. Really? Like 45 times. Yeah. Surprised he didn't get hurt because he didn't have elongated tendons at this point either. Maybe he did get hurt. <laughs> well, he did get hurt. Just not in this game. We'll get to that. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Which, Stay you know, tuned next week. Yeah. The real <laughs> dynasty. tendons were longer. Uh, so the so commentators yeah. were like, doubtfully a fumble. But then, like, they played it for the replay on the fans, and you hear the fans all know about the tuck rule. Yeah. No, I think it's don't give me that. Don't At give that me point, that, Steve. Everybody knew the tuck rule. No, they I didn't. disagree with that. <laughs> yeah, you're out of your mind. That, that's a tough call. <laughs> they saw the slightest movement on, of the arm forwards, and, like, yeah. any fan in the world that's pissed drunk in the fourth quarter, they go, oh, I did complete. Yeah. Which is yeah. exactly what's happened, but we like, have like, about the rule existing of like if his arm is like not all the way back and tucked in, then it's a incomplete versus a fumble. No, they had no idea. I mean, they were ready to boo heavily when uh, <laughs> yeah. Walt Coleman, whoever the fuck it was, came back from his review. But yeah, I mean, we've talked about this. All right, we've seen this twice. Once in the Jets game where it was Vinny Testaverde. Uh, I think it was the first Jets game, right, where he did the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, just last week for last us, week. Uh, yeah, in the in the last game of the season, where it was right at the end of the half, in what was his name Winky? Yep, it was Chris Winky was the quarterback, and he it was exact same thing where it was this botched hill Mary, and he it was almost exactly this same motion too, where he was tucking it down, he fumbled it, and basically threw it right into the ground. All the I'm Patriots saying recovered it and could have walked in for a touchdown, but they blew it dead. Same thing is if you. Watch closely. Woodson hits Brady in the head with his arm, <laughs> which is a personal foul, fifteen yards. And Automatic first down. Yep. Yeah. Steve incidental, incidental face mask. <laughs> <laughs> it was roughing the passer. That was a fumble. I'm just I'm just pissed the the refs missed that roughing the passer call. It's a fumble now. It wasn't then. Dude, it's it's a fumble. It was the right but, call at the time. Because yes. there was a tuck rule at the time. Even that tuck rule, like that's meant to be like you lose control of it on a pump fake, right? No. Not yeah, it gets jarred loose. They were saying that the throwing motion encapsulates like the cocking the all the way forward and then the pull back in and then it reaches. As long as his arm is moving forward, it's a fumble. Like it's slipping doesn't back. matter. It doesn't have to slip out of your arm. I think it's a fumble. I mean, if you look at it in real speed, yeah, it's like a fumble. In today's day yeah. and age, sure, it's a fumble. But in today's day and age, it's also a personal foul hit to the head. <laughs> Steve. Uh, I'd be rip shit if I was a, uh, a Raiders fan, you know? Yeah, I mean, like they get off on a technicality. As Nafi has told me hundreds of times, <laughs> that call cost them two Super Bowls because he was convinced they were about to start their own dynasty. Yeah, he did say that. And Gruden wouldn't have left, and then they would have won the next year too. 
Yeah, I mean, that's fair. They were a good team. But, you know, some teams get lucky. He completely ignores beating the Steelers and the Rams. But, you know, besides <laughs> the point. And the fact that there's still, like, under two minutes left in this game. Yeah. The are, are still losing, technically. Yeah, but if they get that, the game's over. It's kneel down time. Yeah. Sure. But the Steelers so, were a wagon. The Rams were even more of a wagon. Like, those are two of the best teams oh, yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, they were like a, a class above everybody else. Like it was a Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's sometimes in your sports fandom, you have to admit that the other team got jobbed. And to me, this is one of those cases, you know, where I could, if I was on the other side of this call, I would be rip shit. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know? So salty yeah, about me it. too. So I, I have all the Raiders, sympathy. Man. I have all the sympathy in the world for for Raiders fans for this. I'd be, I'd be pissed at my parents for bringing us up as Raiders fans personally, but <laughs> I have a note on here. I'm surprised Gruden's snow on his hat didn't melt. He's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause> he <was laughs> so... That's a good one. That's a very <laughs> Greg Gumbel thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> but even uh, so, I'm, I have another point. Like they're on the 42. They couldn't kick the field goal there. Right? right. If they stop them on the third ensuing third and 10, this would just be a footnote. Yep. And instead, Brady hits Patton immediately for a first down, 28. Yep. And and this kind of goes back to Tom Brady again, just not. Like he, he's been doing this all season. He's been up and down, but every time he makes a mistake like that or something, the next play, they, one, the Patriots let him throw the ball, and two, he goes out and just slings it, and it usually good things happen. I mean, and it's then, easy to say, but I'm, look, when you're reeling from a call like that, not going your way, definitely. Oh yeah, that's a momentum shifter for sure. For sure, but it wasn't like they had like they had at least one more chance, and then obviously over time and all that. Yeah, they got jobbed. <laughs> Agree to disagree. It's the right call. You I'll don't, say, oh, Andy. I say, I say. In, what, Andy. What's your opinion on this, Andy? I just told you my opinion. I mean, what? yeah, it was. It's a it's a shitty rule, and I can understand why they feel like they got robbed. But it was called to the letter of the law at the time. Just sucks that it got overturned too. You know? Yeah, because but in the other ones, like I bet more refs than not would call that uh, fumble. It sort of reminds me of that um, Des Bryant not- catch versus the Packers. Remember that? Oh, uh, they yeah, got robbed catch too. Or not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which yeah, like that's Greg, a catch. Greg, you really think that uh, another referee in Foxborough in that game in that stadium is going to call that against the Patriots? Yeah, I don't know that they would. Uh, dude, listen to I, the I way think, the I think commentators are talking about it. I know, but I think like, home field advantage is a real thing. But it wouldn't have even been a controversy if they were just like if they didn't even review it. You know, it wouldn't have been a controversy if the Patriots lost either. It's only because right. the Patriots managed to yeah. pull it out of the end. Yes, yeah, exactly, fun. and that game, that call, changed the result of the game. Yeah, yeah, right. definitely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can say like, "Oh, letter of the law, this and that." And, uh, well, then, fine, fuck the law. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody made this law up. That's an idiot. You know, and that's why they I changed. Just, 
I'd still be pissed. And that's even worse because now you're admitting that the fucking call was dumb to begin with. Yeah, you know? I agree. So I, I would just be rip shit. I'd st- I wouldn't be over it now, you know, 20 oh, years God. later. My point, though, is that they had chances to yeah, change the outcome of the game and make it a footnote. Right, yeah. They didn't. Yeah, yeah, but that's, you know. Even in overtime. You can say that about any game. They and made a play. Let's, let's get there. So we all know what happens, right? Yeah. What happens? Adam Vinatieri, 45 yards out. Wind blown in his face. Actually, it was blown in his back, according to the commentators. Squeaks a 45-yard field goal in probably like six inches of snow at this point. Like It's just piling up around him. Another iconic reaction to like celebration. Oh, yeah. That little yeah. double hop skip thing, and then the hard fist pump and the point yeah. to the silent. I had also assumed that like they cleared the snow. Not in that one. Like, they called timeout and like cleared their. The, but that's actually the later field goal. Like this yeah. one, they kicked it in like three inches of snow. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like he, he buried that, and you couldn't even see the damn thing either. No, yeah. You just had to listen to the crowd. Yeah. Which is a pretty good call by the commentator, actually. What which one? Whoever whoever did the does the play by play. What was the call? Oh he just he didn't lose it, right? Because I I feel like uh, everybody okay. lost yeah. sight of it, but he was like, yeah. It's up. Hey, it's good. Cause that's how I knew it was good. Yeah. He called yeah, it good yeah. even before the refs. Yeah, because yeah, I yeah, indicated. You couldn't see it on on the TV. Yeah, but so I, I thought, I thought you were going to talk about how uh, I think it was the radio broadcast, probably um, of which I guess we probably didn't have here, but I, I came across it. Uh, Gino Capaletti. Yeah, yeah, Gil and Gino. Yeah, and uh, and the overtime field goal. He basically said, "I'm just going to let the crowd's reaction tell you whether or not it's good." And it just <laughs> didn't say anything. Like kick is down, and then he just like didn't say anything. And you just heard the crowd go bananas. That's yeah. like that's a great call. And there are there's there's I can't remember what plays they were, but there were a few plays in this game where I could hear their call in my head just because I've seen the replays with yep. their call on it so many yep. times. Yeah, there's God, some that I just get, stick in your love, brain. Yeah, I did miss the. Uh, I don't remember at least on the calls in my head that they say that he missed. Four of his last five from forty-five plus. I thought he said he made oh, yeah. four of his last five. I have, I have missed here. We should get Connor on the pod. <laughs> we'll have him clear it up for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I do remember that uh, of the ones that, like when I was looking at it, of the ones that um, Vinatieri would miss, they were usually from longer. So that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, you can be an average kicker if you hit the big ones. Yep. That's all you really need to do. Yeah, as long as you hit the late ones. Nobody yep. remembers the early ones. Exactly. Which is basically what that whole argument was about, was Gustowski's a more accurate kicker, but yeah. Vinatieri's going to go down as the better kicker because... Because he's got the iconic the, kicks. The clutch, yeah, the clutch yep. kicks. Yep. Which I think is a fair assessment, too, of how you grade those types of players. I agree. Uh, yeah, probably. I think there's probably some gray area in there because, I mean, you could also argue that Goskowski didn't have the chance to make those iconic kicks. Like, he just yeah. didn't have the opportunities, you know? He wasn't 
kicking game winning field. Like you didn't have the opportunity to kick a game winning field going to playoffs. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, like you said, I think you're right that when people look at it, that's what they're gonna that's what they're gonna remember. Yeah. So now we're in overtime because the Raiders actually got the ball back after that field goal, twenty two seconds left, and just took a knee. Which probably a bad decision. Yeah, it's twenty two seconds, but still, like, put up a try. I don't know, snowing like crazy. Yeah, and? yeah, might be the heaviest this, snowball game right here. And I don't know if you guys noted, but Rich Gannon was he was definitely struggling fourth quarter. Yeah, with like his grip, there's a couple like bubble screens that he floated him, and I was like, ooh, I think this heavier snow is starting to get to him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think they were talking about how the temperature had dropped, so the balls were getting harder. Football, not football. Um, <laughs> which I think is probably why Vinatieri's kick is a bit more impressive in the fourth quarter with all that snow and cold than maybe um, Janikowski's was in the in the third quarter, even though they're both the exact same distance, pretty much from the same spot on the field, too. Both 45 yeah, yards going left to right. Wait, now you... Do you switch to the half or the quarter? You switch a quarter. Yeah. So once the same spot. Have you watched football before, Steve? No, no. <laughs> Your first ever game this is a good one to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Wait, they play quarters? <laughs> I thought it was periods. I thought it was thirds. Let's play four of them. All so, right, over time. Over time, Raiders call heads. It's tails. Patriots like to Never receive. fails. Patriots Must. always win coin tosses. Too. <laughs> yeah. The important ones they do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I just think of like things that would make me mad if I w- wasn't a Patriots fan. It's like, <laughs> how the fuck do they always win the goddamn coin toss? Yeah, <laughs> always true. the important ones. Yeah. yeah. but uh, It's like field goal kicking. You don't have to win the early ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you got to win yeah. the important ones. Fails I think never like, fails. Yeah, there's like three that come to mind. Yeah. yeah. Falcons Super Bowl. Yep. Chiefs AFC Championship, AFC Championship game. Yeah, this one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just overtime games in general. They're the ones that they need. They get. Goddamn cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but did you see that um, one of the guys out for the overtime coin toss was Drew Bledsoe? Really? Oh, that was pretty badass. Yeah. That is sweet. Yeah. So he that was out. I mean, obviously the, the Raiders called the, the coin toss, but I like to think that. Bledsoe had something to do with it. I think he, yeah, him, where he was standing was was blocking the wind, and so it Ooh, didn't have that extra yeah. half a flip. So because so of that, it landed yeah, tails. Get the big guy out there. Yeah. Ooh, hey, I'm looking at the box score. By the way, sorry to interrupt, but oh. the the kickoff the right at the end of regulation there hmm. tackle made by Matt Chatham. Shout out. Yes. All right. <laughs> Love it. Let's get him on the pod. All right. It's a great tackle. It was an unbelievable tackle. It actually was a good tackle. Yeah. yeah. For that late, in, I mean, and he's one of those. That's why they didn't try and get any points. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they pinned him deep late. And he's he started one of those the dynasty. That... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's one of those role players that like we talked about, that, that this Patriots system is built on. He's he's one of those those guys that you don't hear uh, uh, much about, but he's he's that like foundation that all these other great things happen are built on. I got a name for you on that same thing, J.R. Redmond. Yeah, I would put it this in uh, first drive overtime, first play. I think it might be the exact same one as that Rams 
Super Bowl, Super Bowl. final yeah. drive. So I actually wrote down all the plays in the last drive. So yeah, actually, and even before that, I think another guy you can throw in here is Patrick Pass because he's mm-hmm. returning kickoffs in this game, which I didn't realize he did that. I feel like they seem to have a different guy back there every time. Because I remember for two weeks I had written down and we never brought it up, but there was some guy named Ben Kelly who I'd never heard of, and he was returning kicks, and that's all he did, and you never saw him oh, again. Starting speaking of that, Riddick Parker was a starter on the Patriots for this game. Who? Yeah. <laughs> you just make that up? No, it's one of my notes. Like when they did the the introductions, even. Holy what, shit! What position did he play? Defensive like tackle, defensive apparently. Tackle, Steve yeah. Brown is correct. Riddick yeah. Parker. Riddick Parker. <laughs> what? Never heard of him. He's never heard of him again. Started this only game. Only name on this list I, of Patriots starters I, I do not recognize. Hey, back Riddick to Parker. unsung heroes because he's just nice unsung. Yeah. Very unsung. I mean, I the least sung of them all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if the guys who are doing this stupid podcast don't actually know who he is, that's 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 pretty unsung. Yeah, so Patrick Pass actually returned the, this uh, overtime kickoff to the page 34, so that's a great start. Yeah. Um, and then, like you said, Steve, this was basically the the Redmond and Wiggins show. It was a quick pass in the middle of Redmond and then a screen to Redmond for the first down where he broke a tackle down the sideline, which is another one of those like random on plays one, yeah. I remembered. Yeah. And he broke it and ran for like 15 yards on like second and six sort of thing. Um, and then it was quick out to Wiggins, screen to Redmond, quick slant to Wiggins, middle to Wiggins, Redmond run up the middle, and uh, and then a quick pass to Troy Brown to break the streak. And this is where we get to the point where I forgot about this, but this is some ballsy shit too. Like this is some game-winning play calling and, and all of it. The Pats have fourth and four on the 28-yard line. And instead of yeah. kicking the field goal there, even though, I mean, they're going in the opposite direction, so they're kind of kicking into the wind. So what's that? What's plus 17? Plus 14. I think it's 17. I think you line up seven yards behind the line. Yeah, you're right. It's it's the same field goal they had at the end of regulation. Yeah, give or take. But this one gets into the wind. So, you know know what? Fuck it. We're going for it. Fourth and four. They go for it. Yeah. And I think it was Greg who was talking about this play where um, Wiggins thought it was to him, but it was actually to to Patton. And so Wiggins is diving out, stretched for a ball that's not actually thrown to him. (laughs) And and Patton's just like sitting in a mound of snow, like yeah, up to his he'd waist. Yeah, because down again. Yeah, you'd fall <laughs> like, down Jesus again. Yeah, Christ. he's probably already on the ground. He just can't see because it's like three inches of snow between his <laughs> yeah. and his thighs. Yeah, like imagine if Wiggins like gets his hand on that. Yeah, yeah and knocks it out. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's my fear. You know how I said my goal was to be the the guy that jumps on the fumble. My fear yeah. is I'm the guy that like goes for the ball, misses it and like actually tips it away from the intended receiver. And then <laughs> everyone hates hard. me for life. Yeah. <laughs> Idiot. Greg, you're even supposed to be there. <laughs> you're the uh, Colombian soccer player that scores an own goal against the United States in the world cup. Or the uh, Steve Bartman. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The Bill Buckner. You're that asshole. But Pats get out of jail free again. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any controversy in that one, Greg, you want to stir up? No, that was a great play call. Great no throw. All right. Yeah. I'll say Antoine Smith's best play came up with that after that staying in bounds. 
Yeah. Just so and, and it was yeah because that that at this point it's just like run the ball at the middle with Antoine. So two straight up the middle well, for no gain basically. And then on third down, I don't remember which commentator said it's like uh, they have to pass it here, and I I would be shocked if they didn't like do a play action throw and have Brady put the ball in Brady's hands. And all they did was hand it off to Antoine right tackle, and he ran for first down and fell down in bounds. Well, well, why is it a good play to land in bounds? It's all your point. It isn't. Yeah, I don't think he <laughs> meant to land in bounds. I was just going off what Steve said. Steve, care to comment? Yeah, you take take as much time off the clock as you can, <laughs> just in case you miss the field goal. That's a good call. Yeah, yeah. Even okay. though, like, the just, just prepare for any for oh, any yeah, you plan for the tie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it when he fell down that he did it intentionally, and then I was like, wait a second. I bet well, no, it was just, just like an just instinct. Showed, that That's just his mental conditioning of like... I bet it is. Yeah. Well, you know, you know or, what it is. He's like go. tight game. We're like in field goal range, running down the game here. Yep. Stay instinct says stay in bounds, yeah. Because like uh, how how pissed you get when like you know that person stay in bounds or out of bounds, or you're just like, ah. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, but I no here here's here's a theory for you. Uh, the Patriots were going against the wind, so if they don't score here, the Raiders are pinned deep, and they would have less time to drive down with the wind to the other side to kick a field goal, and hopefully the Patriots can hold them. And then if we get a second overtime, now the Patriots have the win at their back. Boom, done. <laughs> Wait, they what have the wind play? right now. They're against the wind. They're, They're against, against the wind right now. So if the Ra- the Raiders will be pinned deep, so you want to milk as much clock off, time off the clock now as you can before you try this field goal, just so the, the Raiders don't have as much time to to use the win to their advantage. Yeah, in your face, right. Greg. That's a deep cut. That was definitely going how Antoine Smith's head as he's you can, turning. That you can tell I do yoga because that was a fucking stretch. But <laughs> it's probably true. We're gonna though. go with I bet it. Belichick had thought of that. It's so okay. like <laughs> well, I mean, because it could go either way, too, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you? How does it go the other way? You playing for a triple overtime? Well, because you're talking about so much time <laughs> left that, like, if you're thinking about like how long an average drive takes. How much time was left when they kicked the field goal? Like seven minutes or something like that, wasn't it? I actually know. Yeah. There's eight minutes left when he makes that run. Yeah. So, but yeah, and then you know, three more runs up the middle, which brings it down to six and a half minutes. So that's that's half the that's half the quarter half right the there. Quarter. Yeah. And they wouldn't be starting on the thirty-four like we did. Right. They'd be starting at their own five-yard line basically at this point. Yep. So then you stop them deep in their own zone, get the ball back, and now you're against the wind again. But then the wind changes. Well, no, because yeah, yeah. Then you run the clock out and you switch the other side and you kick an easy field goal. I think you Ooh. guys are projecting too much for six and a half minutes. Nope. I think Maybe. you're just a goddamn hater. Get off this fucking yeah. podcast and go join a Raiders podcast. <laughs> Maybe I will. All right. Uh, there aren't any Raiders see, podcasts. See That's Bill Romanowski's out there. <laughs> Get him on the pod. Yeah, getting Romanowski on the pod. <laughs> you and Charles Woodson. Yep. That would there be cool. Go. Oh, Greg, you did Jack have Lambert. a Jerry Rice Raiders jersey, yeah? I had a Jerry Rice, and I had a Charles Woodson. Yeah, I we knew so. about the Charles Woodson. Yeah, the the black Raiders jerseys were sweet. Yeah, yeah, with the silver sure. numbers. Yeah, 
Pretty bad. Yeah. So there's not much left in this game. Yeah, Brady, bring us home. Yeah, so it was just Antoine up the middle and then that kind of Brady quote-unquote sneak where he's basically just like moving the ball into the middle of the field to make the field goal easier. And then the Patriots line up for a field goal and the Raiders try to ice the kicker, which was a great decision because that just lets the Patriots line help clear the snow so that uh, Vinatieri has an easier uh, footing and an easier way to kick a field goal, which he does from 23 yards out to win the game. Now you've got snow angels, you've got celebrations, and you've got football for another week. Thank you. And God. the official retirement of Foxborough Stadium. Yeah. Yep. And what a way to go. Uh, imagine being at that game. My God. Iconic. Yeah. Yeah. The greatest the- game oh, I- of the Patriots dynasty. <laughs> I was so hyped watching this game over again. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It was very enjoyable. I was still, last- I was still nervous watching it though. Yeah. I'm so- I knew how it ended, but I was still like, oh, oh, oh my God, what's happening? These these boys better figure it out quick. I didn't I didn't get that feeling. <laughs> it's because you didn't watch the game, Greg. <laughs> I watched the game. How would I know about that thing that I called out Andy on? Which one? Larry Izzo. Oh yeah, you son of a bitch. That's because I watched it. You're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> My final note on all the I have pages of notes is just God, I miss sports. <laughs> yeah. I did get like, that I feeling. Up, I, was like, I was all amped up, and then it was done, and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> That's true. I you definitely got that. Life. Yeah. yeah. It's that feeling. Uh, all right, so then give me your best and worst, Steve. Oh, I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> you really okay, got best and worst for every fucking quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! All right, Greg, give me your best and worst. Dude, can I, steal some can more someone money. go go first, Andy? <laughs> I gotta think of mine. All right, all right. Um, let's see. I got a couple of bests. Uh, there's small things. One was uh, Richard Seymour horse collaring the shit out of Rich Gannon. Yeah, I think it was like the third quarter, like when the, when very the defense started playing. Sue, like it was just like you just. <laughs> Reached out one of those real long arms, grabbed him by the back, and just like, just went straight limp himself, and just fell straight to the ground. Just yanked Gannon straight back, and Gannon was pissed. I wonder how it feels to be that strong, where you just I grab a grown human and just like dead rag weight yourself, and, just, and that just guy gets ragged 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 <laughs> Yeah, just <laughs> literally feel ragged pretty cool. Human being, <laughs> yeah, an athletic human being, not just not a like big powerful man. Oh my god! So that was one, and then there was another one. Um, Charles Woodson was returning punts, and so he fair caught one, and Lonnie Paxson came over and just like punched the ball out of his hand after the play was over, just to be a dick because that was that it was just how that game was going at that point, mm. and I love the pettiness of it from Lonnie Paxson, your fucking um, long snapper, who then would make himself famous for doing the uh, the Snow Angels after the the game winner. Another iconic image. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, this is, I remember this one now. Um, my worst was the Raiders. They tried to go no huddle 
um, because apparently like that was a thing that they did and it would always try to catch people off guard and Rich Gannon was this wily veteran and they tried to go no huddle and immediately a call for a false start. And yeah, never went back to it again. Just never went back to it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dumb so, fucks. Yeah, so good for them. No huddle so in the my... snow on the road. False start is what you get, you idiots. <laughs> right, and I think it was in like the first quarter too. And that was supposed to be like, yeah, was. he was making a big deal of his like, oh, they're going in there. They're no huddling. Like this is going to cause the Patriots problems all night. And then it just like never went back to because of the false start. All right. That feels like the Raiders. Do any of you else have any? Or did we waste them all in the quarters? I got one more best. Give it to me. First huddle of the game. Hmm. Tom Brady trots out there. And you can see on the TV feed, he like points to someone on the sideline and gives him like a nice grin. And I just look like super relaxed for like his first playoff game in the snow on, you know. California boy. Yeah, yeah. He's like trots out there and points someone out and gives him like a smile and just like gets down to business. He never did look shook at all throughout yeah. the game. Yeah, that's my worst, is that Tom doesn't play for us anymore. Yeah, because today's the day that he he wrote that article, too. He's no, I didn't read that article. shit. Yeah. I read Maybe it. it was in the denial stage. And then I was miserable, so I sent it to you guys so that uh, you could share my misery. misery oh, was I clicked the link, and I saw what it was, and I immediately X'd out. <laughs> oh, I never read your texts anyway, so I just missed it. <laughs> well, that's because you can't read, though, so I, I never expect you to do it. <laughs> Can't read, doesn't watch the games. <laughs> because he's like Rain Man, he just remembers these games without having to watch them again from when they oh, happened yeah. live. That's right. He's got his fucking uh, scrapbook of all the, the Boston Globe articles. Look at the yeah, cool. this this game did bring up a whole lot of memories, so like I it remember really did. sitting in the basement watching it. This is the one where dad scraped his hands on the ceiling, right? No, that was a Super Bowl. That was a Super Bowl. Yeah, because I remember that. I remember exactly where we were on that one. I remember scrapbooking after the game, you know, collecting <laughs> all the Boston Globes, cutting out our, all my favorite things, get my mom to laminate them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. She did, would she? Oh, yeah. yeah. I still oh, have the poster lam- boards. laminated poster boards with oh, all the newspaper clippings. How much do you think that cost? She was just running a preschool, and you're fucking – Using her entire lamination budget on you. <laughs> you know, I never considered that, Andy. <laughs> yeah, lamination. Shocking. Ten-year-old Greg. Yeah. So it's a big-ass piece of lamination. Yeah, it was pretty big. It was worth it because he still yeah. got them. That's right. That's true. Yeah. So they, they've uh, they paid their money's worth. Oh, I had I had one last question. I want to. Want to ask you boys, um, how much money would it take for you to attempt to tackle Antoine Smith in his prime? Because I'm pretty sure attempt. I would break probably a couple bones. If I, if I said to you, "Are right, we going to do the was the Oklahoma drill?" And yeah. if you if you stop him from getting past you, I'll give you X amount of money. What would that money need to be for you to actually oh, get in there? I have to stop him. Yeah, it's a theoretical number because I'm not going to stop him. So yeah. I'm just going to or at least, or at least yeah. try. I mean, yeah, you'll slow him down. Oh, I'll then. try, like, with, like, a 1% effort and just be like, eh, and let him run by me. No, you actually have to make it a, 
tackle attack. Because I don't think he would run am by. Am I you. wearing? Am I wearing? This is Antoine Smith. Yeah. Oh yeah. Full pads. So I just gotta throw my body at him, let him truck stick me, and then he's on his way. Yeah. Just once. I'll do it for like five, ten grand. <laughs> Here's a question: How yeah. much would you pay in today's dollars to attend this game if you knew the outcomes? Yeah. I would take. Does everybody know the outcome? No. Ooh. You can train. You can pay like five grand, go back in time, and attend this game. Yeah, and then you transport it right I, back. I would let same. Antoine Smith trust <laughs> me to go back in time to watch this game without a doubt. Those two are equal. <laughs> That's fair. I like that answer. Like, so he he just hits me. I black out, and then I wake up at the game. Boom. Oh yeah. All right. All right. I'm remortgaging the house, you know? <laughs> yeah, probably true. <laughs> Every dime I have. 401k is just... My good. wife's 401k. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> I'll take the penalty. <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry, I, so, I sold both the cars. I, I don't know what to tell you. An absolutely iconic game to go to, especially it being the last game in that stadium, too. Right. Oh, God, yeah. Take the benches home with you. How long and do you just, think it took people to get home from that, though? Oh, overtime oh, game at Old Fox Stadium at fucking eight thirty at night. Oh, oh my god! In this with a foot of snow on the ground. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's Come been out, accumulating just... since you yeah. parked. You gotta yeah, go probably dig still up. there. <laughs> and you can't even like, like shovel it out too, because like, where are you gonna put that snow? I'm trying to get right. out. Oh yeah. god. Probably there the game was a day. Saturday game. It, it wasn't and, the, and they were like, you know what? When we build a new stadium, we should just build it in the same place because it's really working out the track. Fucking idiots. But now you can park there for free in one of the back lots, but uh, you're not allowed to leave for an hour after the game. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. That's what I had last time. I, I like that. I never, yeah. yeah. Or if you go to a game Greg, he loses his phone and then you lose him and you stand around for two hours waiting to find out where the fuck he is. So I also not pay for that privilege. Yeah, fair enough. And then Steve bitches for the rest of his breathing life about it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, you guys have anything else you want to talk about in this game? I think we've no. pretty much Honest, covered literally know. every play. It feels like, yeah, uh, it was worth it though. I mean, this was this was one of those iconic moments in the dynasty. Even the Steelers game next week is the same way. Yeah, There's a in a different in a different awesome way though, because it's yeah. it's not at home, but you're going into you're going into Pittsburgh. Yep. Three Rivers Stadium, or is this Heinz Field at this point? I don't remember. It's four Rivers. Stadium. Four Rivers. That was three Rivers. Yeah, three Rivers. It's four. Are you, are you just being a dick now, or is it? It's, it's actually Heinz Field, so it doesn't fucking matter anyway. Ketchup Stadium. Yeah, I feel like this is like early Heinz Field, though. Yeah. Ah, we'll find out next week. All right. Well, this has been a special playoff episode of the Patriots Dynasty Podcast, and we'll see the you for another game one. In the, I'm, cutting, I'm done now. You're done. You're all done. You're never. Yeah, I got this. to my favorite game. It's all going over. out on top. All right. Yeah, it's just downhill from here. That's all right. All right. Well, you aren't watching the game anyway, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so next week we will see you again for another special playoff episode of the Pages Dynasty podcast. See you later. See you later. <laughs>